welcome back to Hack Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, a rodent who can predict the future, Jay. And joining us always is my co-host, a comedy actor stuck in a time loop, Z. How are we doing today, Z? Oh, you know, I'm doing. That's We're good. cruising. It's like the Lord's Week. It's, it's, it's God-fearing Easter. All those God-fearing Christians and Protestants, do they celebrate Easter? They probably do. Yeah, of course. Oh, they just don't have make a statue of the Easter Bunny or whatever. It's part of this was a discussion at my house recently. Something about Easter being Catholic. It's the most Catholic thing and out I there. And I was like, it's. I'm, I had to tell like my mother. I was like, it's not, but it's not Catholic. Oh, it's not something they only. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's Christian. It's Christian. Mm. There's too many people who don't uh, understand all what the, what those words mean. <laughs> they're too cool. They're very close. I can understand. It's like a square. Yeah, but rectangle. there's like you, like you've you've observed this, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen a, a scene of this where like Catholic people don't know that they're Christian. Yes, they refer to Christians as if it's a separate thing. Yeah, yeah. weirdos. And a, a lot of like when people say like Christians, like oh Christians believe this, it's really just Baptists. That's so weird. sure that too. All the bad things are which are Christians. But yeah, but not like yeah, wh- yeah. That's a thing. Some of Luther- Lutherans, some, but some of the Protestants are like worse. <laughs> Those Baptists usually <laughs> if you, weird. If you think see a thing like it's kind of like the Ronald Reagan thing. Like if you ask yourself, why does this thing in our country work so terribly when it could work better? Ronald Reagan did it. Yeah, it was usually Ronald it's, Reagan. It's a lot of it goes back to old, oh, old trickle old down R. economics. The Trump of his era, old double R. I feel like he's. I feel like he did much more lasting damage than Trump. Well, I'm saying that like he was a he was <laughs> no, an I actor turned yeah. the president. He was much more. I think he was more universally liked though, right? Probably he had a crazy he big win. Didn't, didn't he? have a Twitter, so like it wasn't even like fifty fifty though. It was like. Everyone loved Reagan yeah. at the time. And then he was like, no more gold standard. And then he was like, wait, hold on. We, the, the money will trickle down. Don't ride yeah. in the back of the car like Black Panthers. Gun yeah, control. Gun control. But only because of black people. people. Look into it. Look into it. Yeah. But anyways, someone asked me at work this week. They were like, you're not even off for the Holy Week? Like, motherfucker, what are you... I mean, I didn't say this to the person because, you know, you at your job, you got to be nice. But I was yeah. like, oh, haha, yeah, you know, out here working. But it was like Thursday or something, too. It wasn't even like Good Friday, much less like, what is today? Holy Saturday. Is it literally what it's... Yeah. Oh, okay. Holy Saturday. It was just like a Thursday, and I was like, dude, is, is anyone off this Thursday? I think What thir- are you talking about? I think Thursday has a I'm name, I'm sure they have too. a name, but it's like, when was the last time you, you saw the whole country being shut down on Ash fucking Wednesday, bro? <laughs> like, did we... Did, did like I fall asleep and wake up in a fucking theocracy? What are you talking about? Um, is it, it's Mandy thir- Monday, Thursday? Look at that word. Yeah, Maundy. I don't Maundy? even know what the fuck that means. What happens on Easter Thursday? It's the Last Supper. Holy oh. Thursday. Sometimes it's called Holy Thursday. That was the Last Supper? On Thursday? Yeah, because then he's taken on Friday. Oh, man. Thursday's... Okay, is he? Yeah, and then he dies, and then he's Saturday, Why Sunday. It takes so many days. So many days involved. Yeah, man. It takes a while to kill somebody. Back. So many bureaucracies. You know, punches... Well, because Sunday's when he came back. Yeah. It's like, fellas, I'm... So he died on Friday? Sunday, the third... But the, that doesn't, the math doesn't. No, he dies on Thursday. He, he dies on Thursday, I think. Well, then what was... I think he died. Because after okay. the last supper was in the wee hours of the morning? What do we... Yeah, because after the supper, he goes up and prays. And then they get him. And then he comes back then just like, it was me the whole time. Stuff. And he's like, I know. What what lore? What interesting fact. And it's all true. I like um, I like the penitent thief. He's there. He's he part gets of to go to heaven. He's part of the whole thing, yeah. yeah. The other one doesn't. Well, does he? Does anyone get to go to heaven yet? No, he no. does. But isn't no, the part... No, 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 he does get to go to heaven because Jesus died. That's when everybody gets to go to heaven. I thought we were still waiting for the rapture or something. No, no, no. That's when, um, that's when there's no more earth. That's when we're all in heaven all right. the time. Okay. All heaven all the time. Okay. All right. 
And I found one cool. very excited. He's not for in the them all, though. He's not even in all the fucking. This is the thing about the Bible. Their their lore is inconsistent. It's like Star Wars in that way sometimes. Most edited book in history. Where they're like, where they're like, guys, come on. What is the story group for if we're not to get these th- consistencies right across the board? Yeah, this house- I shouldn't be going into the Rise of Skywalker and being, oh my god, that's that's where's the penitent thief? That's what reading the Gospels are like. Some of them just don't mention him. Some of them say both of the thieves were assholes. Some of them are just like, so it's like, was he penitent or not? Who's to know, Jack? Who am I to believe? Mark or fucking Luke? Huh? Fuck. Who is Luke? I don't know. Is that not one of them? No, there is. I'm just saying, like, Luke's <laughs> not a guy he? in the book. Who was he? We don't know. There was no one Luke Anyways, anyway. Have we, have we, uh, that was a good five minutes. Have we done minutes. enough of this? Good yeah. Easter talk? I mean, oh, oh, but he comes about once a year, Jack. Yeah. Uh, well, let's hope <laughs> the Easter Bunny hides eggs for you and you've been a good little boy. Yeah, doesn't. somehow that works into all that, doesn't it? Yeah. A rabbit with who lays egg? Lays the eggs? Sometimes I've seen some myth where it is it, he does lay eggs because it was once a bird and it was turned into a rabbit by a goddess. So it's like a pagan thing. Yes, yeah, right? like a Russian pagan thing. Oh, love the Russian. Well, so it always comes back to like it doesn't actually have anything to do with the bullshit. No, it's kind of because well, it's like springy and like well, don't put don't say we. I wasn't involved in that. I wasn't involved either. Okay, well then I don't know why you said this. I, I, I don't. It was the royal we, as in the royals <laughs> did it. Because fucking like, I guess because it's just the equinox. Right? Yeah, equinox. It's always the. It's always the equinox or the yeah equinox spring. or solstice. The yeah. solstice. Yeah, so it's the spring equinox, right? When does it come up? I think it already happened. Yeah, it was in March. It was March twenty first. Fuck, missed we it. missed it Fuck. by like a month. It's almost been a month. We needed to do some kind of quest. That's how it always went in the Percy Jackson books. They oh yeah, do it on equinox or solstice. Fuck. All right. Anyways. <clears throat> What are we talking about? What's no, no, nothing yet? <laughs> nothing. We're just spinning our wheels. The longest one yet because it's up to six minutes. Um, a lot to talk about with religion. Uh, anyway, Mario movie came out this week. Continuing our movie marathon of seeing a movie every single forever. Week. I don't think we'll ever not see a movie. You know, we got the Regal thing, so it's just kind of it's just kind of anyone's. Yeah, you know, we do Wild West out here. We're doing it next week. Dealer's choice. Maybe the week after. Enter a term. Do any of these idioms make sense? Enter a term. I don't know. I said dealer's choice. What is that? <laughs> dealer's. Well, I don't think dealer's choice is the word. Because we're going to all of them. We're not, it's my choice. It's our choice. Are you the dealer? Who's no, the dealer? No, it's this? not. I mean, it's not random, the movies we're seeing. No, it? they're very deliberate. <clears throat> Try. Point is, we're just running the gambit. We can see so many movies. We can see all the films. Running the gambit, Do I think. you want to see Paint be. with Owen Wilson? Sure. I don't have to see Paint. I don't give a shit. I'll see any. I'll see every movie on God's green earth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We can. We have the. We, <laughs> we have the have, power. The opportunity. We have the technology. Okay, so, I want to see how long we can go because I think we can go <laughs> for a while. Because if we make it till Guardians, well, yeah, we have one of the, something else coming up that's relevant. What is it? Renfield's next that we cared about. Oh, I'm confused. Oh, Sisu. When's Sisu? Oh, right. When is Sisu? That's Sisu. <laughs> we'll get to the t- Sisu. That's what they do at the end of the trailer. I love when he stabs a Nazi in the head with a knife. That's, that's like great. the whole movie. That's I'm, it's going to be great. It looks it looks great. So we'll see Sisu. What do I got? I wrote some of them down. Perfect. Mario. We got the Covenant. Um, so the Covenant's the 21st. Sisu's the 28th. So we need a couple weeks in between. So you said Renfield's next week? What's so that's all of Renfield? them. That, the 21st would be after Renfield. Oh, because this is the... F- so is, is, this is it? it? Is oh, no, yeah. So we Fuck get, yeah. So Let's we're go. set. What's Let's the go, Covenant? Baby. This was the Covenant? Guy Ritchie. Jake Gyllenhaas oh. to save his friend as a yeah. translator. Yes, that's right. Saved his life in the war. The war. It's probably about like the... Uh, the. It seems to be in part about the... Failure of the American pullout of Afghanistan, right? Oh, absolutely. So, no one, cool. So, yeah, we're going to be... God, every single week. Dope. God, Cinema's back, baby. Cinema's been back. I think we're going to save Cinema with our podcast. I hope so. 
You think the two of us not paying for movies is going <laughs> to save cinema somehow? I think. All right, cool. Me too. I'd like to think. I'd like to think. Christopher Nolan would personally thank us. He'll kiss my boot. <laughs> it's tough, though, because at the same time, it seems like cinema's dying. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the numbers don't lie. It has been getting better. Like, it's only been going up in the past, you know, since the uh, obvious event. So, I I don't know. It's weird. We're in a weird spot. Then they're doing stuff like with uh, the movie that we have yet to actually speak on, <laughs> uh, um, where it's like they're doing this thing where they're making it quicker and quicker out to digital, which seems to just, like it would only ever just cannibalize on your... Mm-hmm. Hamstring it. Whereas like you have like Avatar where that's still not on Disney+, Plus, right? Oh, yeah. And it's been like a good, I don't know, four months. Yeah. So five months almost. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But we're going to save cinema. We'll do it. Oh, yeah. Anyways, Mario. So, we're t- so it's the Mario movie. The Super Mario Bro- Brothers movie, right? By Illumination. Bros? Do you, you say bros or you say brothers? Um, I say the Super Mario Brothers. What are you supposed to? But like, what are you, what's the proper? I think. The Super Mario Brothers. I think, Super Mario usually Bros? At the beginning, I think you say brothers, right? I think I, when they like say it in like, mm-hmm. a video game, they say Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. So but, it's here. It's, I mean, we all. We, we know what we're talking about. It's, a bio- it's probably going to be like the biggest movie of the fucking year, to be honest. I would bet money on it. Could be. Because all those Illumination movies make millions, billions Evidently. of dollars. Who knew? Yeah. And people who... I've never seen one. You've seen the no, Despicable Me or Minions? I've seen Despicable Me. I definitely saw that in theaters, but I don't know if I've seen one in theaters since. I've seen two. I've seen Pets. I didn't see whatever the fuck these other ones were. I think I saw the second Despicable Me in a drive, drive-in, drive and I saw the Minions in a drive-in. I think, like... What is the other one? Oh, is Rio Illumination? No, it's, no, it's DreamWorks. Is it? Fuck. DreamWorks is pretty good. Love those How to Train Your Dragons, man. Love, love a Kung so Fu good. Panda. Love a Kung Fu Panda. I love a Shrek. I feel like anyone. I feel like they don't get enough credit. No one. Anyone who isn't Disney feels like they can be a little bit underappreciated. But yeah, for sure. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know, man. It's the Mario movie, right? I mean, it's yeah. like what do we? It's kind of what you'd expect. Yeah, it's a I cr- suppose it's a it's nice crisp hour and thirty two minutes long, which I did appreciate. Yeah, nice Venom. This is the most kiddie movie we've seen all year, for sure, mm-hmm. in terms of it's just like literally what? Like an e-movie? Like it's it's literally just for children. So PG movie. PG, that's how they rate movies, correct? Yeah. Point. Video, kind of get across with your video game. I line. did, yeah. So it's like, you know, you could you have to measure it on that curve to an extent, but, and I think this will come up a little bit later, actually, I also don't think that's a catch-all. Like, I don't think it's fair. I don't, I, I, in fact, I would actually strenuously disagree with the idea that like, Something being for kids means it should be, you know, you, you can't take that too far in terms of like, oh, who cares if it's, you know, X, Y, or Z, or like, you know, who cares if it's basically bad because it's for kids? I don't, I don't like that idea. I never mm-hmm. have because it's like, why can't media for children also be like good, good and challenging and like, like well-made in all the same ways? It's like, there's this whole animation, is animation cinema debate, you seen this going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro has been talking about it. Which is cool, and it's like, it's the same kind of thing where it it kind of circles back to a lot of times people's arguments are like, oh, but it's like for kids, and it's like why that doesn't really work either, though, right? Because the idea that animation isn't cinema because it's for kids, like why isn't why can't cinema be for kids too? Like I don't know, it's this whole thing. But all that's to say that I don't think this is uh, much of that. <laughs> mm. I think this is a movie that is mostly just I don't know a movie. Like it's it is kind of just a simple kid thing for most of it. Oh yeah, for for sure, uh, it definitely is. Uh, I I certainly enjoyed it more than you did. Based mm-hmm. on what we talked about, um, I just thought it was kind of fun and very 
bright and colorful, and I was like, ah, oh, that's... I mean, it was those things. Yeah, it's kind of what you want from this kind of movie. It's got a lot of references that I appreciated, but I like sure. Nintendo more than you do. So well, I, that's, that's the thing I was going to say. Yeah. Is like, I just don't give a shit about Mario, to yeah. be honest with you. So I, don't, I didn't really expect anything out of this to be 100% with you. So I, I, that's got to have an effect, right? Where it's like, I don't know, you like Mario and Cherry. Right? I'm, I'm a Mario played, guy. What's it called? Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, I've played most of the 3D Marios, except for Galaxy, Galaxy? 2. Galaxy? Galaxy. They made, um, they did like a three-in-one. Uh-huh. I uh, think I remember that, yeah. Sunshine 64 Galaxy. No Galaxy 2, because Nintendo is a bad company sometimes, or a lot of the time. A lot of the time, I most think. We time. don't talk about it enough. Well, we talk about we it We talk it a lot. <laughs> but no one else. <laughs> early early days episodes. It came up almost, like an avatar, almost we, every week. We bring up Nintendo a lot. We do. We try. Because, yeah, no one, like, ever, fuck, fuck, fuck them. They made Breath of the Wild $70. You see that? Like, recently? Yeah, Breath of the Wild 2 is $70. Oh. Not, okay. Yeah, I should say that. The I don't know. See, that's kind of the trend, though. I guess I can't yeah. fault them too heavily for that. What I would fault them for is that I bet I bet actual Breath of the Wild right now is probably still sitting right about 60. They don't that's a, that's the bigger problem. I don't think, don't think any first-part Nintendo game has gone on sale ever. And that's the only games, really, that they have for their consoles, as it turns out. Whatever. Um... But yeah, I have, I have like zero affection for Mario. I've never really played a Mario game mm-hmm. um, other than the carded variety. Of course. Like ever. Like, I'm, I'm, that's not fair. I've, I've played them, right? But I've never like, I never, even when I had like a Wii, right? As a kid, we never had like Super Mario Brothers or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know the fucking lore. I don't, I just got nothing, man. I don't know. I have that golf one for my Switch. Right. Because I like, I like golf. Also fun time. Sports games of Mario are always fun. But those aren't really even anything, right? Those aren't part of the lore. So I just have no yeah, no particular connection or affection for Mario or the world or anything. So I, I feel like in some ways I'm probably like you said it's just fun and references and stuff. That's mm. good. You know. But I don't know, maybe that says something about like the overall quality of it as just a film, just a standalone piece of media Certainly. that I didn't really get anything out of it. Mm. Not being a Mario fan, yeah. and again, I don't think I'm like. I mean, haha, making fun of Nintendo, era, but I'm not actually predisposed to like hate it just because. I don't think. Right, of course. Well, yeah, I definitely can agree. Like, just because it has much references that people like adult people like me, ugh. and I feel like I even I feel like I got a lot of them to yeah. a greater or lesser extent. I was very disappointed that Yoshi didn't actually end up doing it. Like, they just like. They pass like a pack of wild Yoshis, right? Apparently, there's an end credit scene with Yoshi's egg. Fuck, really? I missed I st- it too. I saw one of them. Why does everything have to have fucking two end credit scenes now in a million? How long am I supposed to fucking sit there, Jack? Uh, forever. I sat there until the Bowser song came on. Remember I had to that? sit there more. Yes. Right. Apparently, like. But, but that's still, that's nothing, though. That's just like in the sequel, there'll be Yoshi? Yeah, probably. We saw the Yoshis. They just Didn't neglected to ride them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Overall, this movie's a tight... If it was any longer, I think maybe it would have dragged on me a little bit. Um, there's definitely parts, I think I said this before we started recording, mm-hmm. where like, I can tell there's more, or there was at maybe at one point more to this script than they actually included, because there's parts that are like, this is... It, it is a full scene, but it's missing stuff in the middle that would have just tied it a little tighter. But I definitely agree. Wasn't I th- there's, there's parts where it feels like compressed. Yes. Like it's something... Like things happen very rapidly. Yeah, because they're like here, and then it's end of Act One, and now it's the end of Act Two, and now we're we got to go to the we're at the Kongs, and now we do the Kong thing, and we're done quickly to Bowser. What do you what do you think of uh, like the the cast? I guess 
They're all pretty good, right? Yeah, I didn't mind any of them. Uh, the most like standout voice is Seth Rogen because he's not even like doing a anything. Like they don't like my his voice is just his voice through Donkey Kong's mouth, and this is the most sure. like, easily identifiable. Not that it was like dis- you probably dis- right. distracting as people will be like, oh my god, I only hear Seth Rogen. I feel like most of them kind of more or less fall into. Well, I don't know. You can definitely hear their voice like yeah, you listen to you're it. right. I guess that's what it is. None of yeah. them fully disappear into the role or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like I feel like Anya Taylor-Joy isn't really doing much of anything to be Peach, right? She's yeah, just she's, she's kind of got that on, kind of on lock. So, I don't know. I mean, that's that's the route they elected to go with this one, right? Is the celebrity cast, which is unfortunately a, the, you know, more and more common thing as time has gone on with animated movies like this. Fucking I guess uh what's his name ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Oh, um, Aladdin. What's he fucking called? The genie. Uh, oh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. I think yeah. he's the first one that like said it all. And now, and for a while there, it was like you get one token famous person, right? Yeah. You make like a spirit stallion of the Cimarron, and it's the voices Matt Damon or like Brad Pitt and Sinbad. You put um Michael J. Fox in Atlantis. What's his name? Is in uh Lion King. You get it. James Earl Jones. No. <laughs> oh, well, well he all, is, but he I is. didn't mean him. He's like oh, a, you meant um. Oh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. There's like a million of these, right? Where just for, there was an era where you just kind of put one in, and then at some point that became your whole cast. Maybe it was Shark Tale that really Shark Tale. In. Martin Scorsese only <laughs> act, like voice acting role is the like lone uh, shark puffer fish. I think that's what did us in. Martin Scorsese ruined cinema. Oh, he we, said been, it's it's you know Jack. It's time someone said it. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna he, say that. he ruined animation. To prop of his own bullshit. His, his new movie, Flowers of the Moon, whatever the fuck, four hours long, maybe. Francis Ford Coppola's making the like most insane thing ever. So Is he? They're all just going crazy. They're all a million years They've old. They've lost their minds. It. It's going to be great. <laughs> they're going to kill themselves doing this. It's gone like massively over 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 time, over budget. What is he making like, Apocalypse Now again? It's called like Megalopolis or whatever the fuck. Jesus You don't know Christ. about this? No, I've never he's heard been about like, this. He's been like wanting to make it forever. They always... It's like his magnum opus. It's great. Um... But yeah, just make the Godfather, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, most of them are just kind of the celebrities, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't know if, I mean, it's Jack Black and he's Bowser, but he's just, I don't know. I don't fucking know. The point is they're there. You Michael Keys, you can't really tell he's Toad. Oh, that's true. But they definitely do that. Yeah. In they're post. You're right. Good. Very good. Very or good. Um, Fred Armisen is Kamek. Which, is he? Oh, he's the, the wizard. The wizard guy. Yeah. Same thing though, right? Yeah. It's like post. They're, they're doing it in post. Do, which, yeah, I don't know. I guess they could have done that to all of them to a greater or less extent, but those are more like they're smaller parts, I suppose, the two of them. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, as for the characters in the thing, um, I think it's interesting that you see their family, like their actual family. That's weird. I don't know how much, like, does does it ever get into, like, what they did before? No, they're just like where they're from or all that. No, so, like, I think that like was no an interesting perspective like of it. Mm-hmm. To be like, yeah, they were just plumbers in actual New York. And it's not even like, um, what's it? New Donk City, yeah, it's right? Like, it's literally just New York. They're just from Brooklyn, which is very Brooklyn, funny. They're having Queens. I think it's pretty funny how much they do up the like, hey, it's Brooklyn, hey! They all, like, they're saying it like to a comical degree level, yeah. mm-hmm. okay, which I think is good. They say Mamma Mia five times. <laughs> yeah, and two great. of them are slow-mo Mamma Mia's. Very fun. Um, they play No Sleep Till Brooklyn. It's a good one. They'll they play as much licensed music as they can. Take On Me. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it, right? Holding Out for a Hero. yeah. Not even always in the most sensical of locations. Um, yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. Like, that's another thing, right? It's just put a pop song in your thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's whatever. 
But I mean, Chris Pratt's there, and he he does it. He he completes. He, he voices it. Mario for the whole film, and that's something you can't deny. You can never take that from him, <laughs> as much as you'll try. And he's going to get the cameo of the um, actual guy. Oh, it was fun. I liked it. He just shows up at the really the beginning and the end, and yeah. he just actually sounds like Mario. And you're like, oh man, Charles Martinet, you're here. They got you. Why? And and he he couldn't have just been in the whole movie because uh, yeah, yes. I don't know. Who knows? How about Charlie Day? I like Charlie Day. He's I mean, not in it very much. No, they, as it turned they out. don't lose the use Luigi very much. I thought maybe he was gonna have like a mansion subplot. Maybe uh, like that was. Yeah. But no, he didn't. He just. I mean, he kind of has that for a second. It's like, oh, I'm in a spooky place, but it's not. It's not the same. I did like when he was fighting all the dry bones. That's fun. Yeah, that's pretty good, I guess. Um, but yeah, I thought he'd be in it more, and he's just very much like a like. I mean, damsel in distress. He's the damsel in distress in this movie. He's like, oh, oh. Uh, I liked Bernie Sanders' Cranky Kong. Sure. He's fun. The 1% of old bananas. <laughs> There's a couple... I mean, what do you think of the comedy? I, I saw... A, I think I was reading a review where they pointed this out, and I really kind of agree that, like, there isn't actually that much. Yeah, it's it's kind of... There's not a ton of, like, jokes. No. Which um, is... I don't think it's the worst thing, because I know definitely Illumination is the is one of the companies definitely known for, like, the really bad, kind of, like, low-brow, cringy jokes. I mean, I say like, kids like them, but you know that yeah. kind of thing. Um, You're right. Like they're definitely not sort of as known to be as I don't know whatever you'd call it, like as sophisticated. Disney. Sure, like like ageless, but that's not what that's not what that actually means. I just mean in the sense that like Disney movies a lot of times really can be appreciated by like everyone. Like there's there's yeah whatever sophisticated if you want to say it enough that like yeah your adults and your parents who are who are bringing your kids to go see it kind of thing aren't actually just going to be like embarrassed <laughs> mm. basically um whereas i don't think they necessarily have that reputation because yeah like it's just minions they, they've done that like for eight movies now or whatever it's just like ha we're goofy and there's kind of nothing to it mm. right so you you could be right like potentially toning that down for this wasn't a horrible thing i had a, had a co-worker jack who took their their son to see it of course and he was like that's great. It's great. It's like it's great. It's like there's like so there's actually so much in there for adults and stuff. It's really good. And like I mean, you know, nothing against this dude that I go to work with. He's he's, he's an alright guy. So, but like I I wouldn't agree with that assessment. Neither would I. So I that, yeah, I mean, there's something wrong with him. <laughs> he should be checked out. Maybe he just likes life more than we do. Maybe he's got. Maybe a child has made him see the world and have simple joys. Oh, that's fuck. That's probably part of it. He's like, oh, my son enjoys this, and I enjoy that my son's enjoying this, and I have a bigger threat. I'm not a cynical 20-year-old. Huh. And he's a guy in his 20s. Huh. Hmm. Anyway, Mark. I thought of it like that. Well, we can't. Don't think about it too long. <laughs> we can't get bogged down. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's really just my general vibe of it. I like the... I did, there was a couple, okay? I like the joke where Bowser was like, my army, Koopas, Goombas, whatever those things are. <laughs> that, was, that one made me chuckle, and I liked the... Him trying um, to marry Peach. That stuff sure. is funny. He's also. I thought I like singing about Peach. When he pulls out like his flowers and he's like, You gotta marry me. And they're all like, What? You gonna marry Peach? Okay, that's all right. Yeah, I like that. I did like when he tried that. What, what's the line he tried on her? We like see him practicing it and then he uses it and it does not work. And he's like, I told you that line wasn't gonna work. Oh, what does he say? I'm trying to remember now because I do remember that happening. Yeah. Whatever it was. I like when they were playing the Bowser theme on the piano. That sure. was fun. Fun little reference. Yeah, that's all right. I liked the. Uh, and I like the nihilistic um starry thing. What the fuck are those called? Do you know? Star Lunas. Lunas. Yeah, Lunas from Galaxy. But Galaxy. it's blue? Are they often blue? I thought they, they could were be yellow. any color. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, they don't see rays. I thought he was funny. 
Yeah, still, I thought that, that was good. Um, I, don't know. I like the they just added the the blue shell warrior from Mario Kart. They just made him a character. That was that was all right. Sure. It's weird. He just said like, and I'm the bl- blue shell. And I was like, well, he like, I guess say he, like, he like suicide bombs. Really, is what happened. Yeah, right? he's like, I gotta, I gotta kill them. He explodes, and yeah, I mean, it's not really lingered upon, but I guess he's dead. Because he'll never come he back. Exploded himself. That's wild. Yeah. Um. What else? I like the end of the little team up fight. That was fun. They at least sure. do something at the end. Because friendship or whatever. Brothers and they're invincible together. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they do re- just kind of win because they get the star. The, you know, they check off. They don't do anything. Yeah, to like earn that. No, especially not Luigi. He didn't learn how to get. That's the thing. They don't even like. It's it's treated as like, oh, I guess we grew as brothers. But it's like they. I don't know. Was that ever even in doubt? Yeah. Like it, throughout the whole movie, they were like strong. Like they believed in, believed each, in other. each other at least. And then at the end, it's like, oh, but my brother. It's like, yeah, we get it. You guys are brothers. You you work together. I mean, yeah, that's why you both you started your own company together. Because mm-hmm. so I don't know. It was it was the dad who was like the asshole about it. He was like, yeah. and he just he's just kind of like, ah, well, you succeeded here visibly in front of me. So I guess I I I do believe in you now. Son. I say I have pride for you, son. I don't know. That's weird. That's also not like a super great moral, I guess. Yeah. That like, well, if you do something undeniably impressive in front of your parents, then they'll love you. Okay. <laughs> I guess, but sure. well, shouldn't they live in no matter what? Nope, that's not the rule. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, yeah, that really makes you think. Huh. Um, But at the end, they just, uh, they're just they just plumbers in the Mushroom Kingdom. The Mushroom Kingdom. Which, do they have need of plumbing? I guess, do they, they plumb the, the pipes? pipes? Like I think the, they, they must plumb all the pipes. Instead of actual, like, water or whatever? They, which, I, I mean, they're, they're not actually good at, it seems, so maybe that's for the best that they kind of... Well, that dog attacked them. That's not fair. Yeah, you're right. That weird feral dog attacked them. <laughs> yeah. That was a quite the sequence, huh? That just goes for a while. It, they keep going. And they say that dog from death. I will let that dog yeah. die. I mean, they get there pretty quick. Like, grand scheme of things, they get to the Mushroom Kingdom relatively quickly. But yeah, that was a whole, like, extended-ass sequence. I'm just like, hey, whatever. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> got nothing? I was thinking, um, I mean, they're probably going to make sequels of it. I think yeah, probably. I think, definitely think Bowser Jr. Yeah, okay. The Koopalings. Um, maybe do galaxy. Was there stuff. not some of them in this? No. Don't really do anything. No, nope, there weren't any Koopalings. What was it? Who was in the band? What, what were they? They were just regular Koopas. Okay, were they? Okay. The Koopalings are like kind of look like Baby Bowser. No, I know, but like Bowser looks like a big Koopa. So the they totally they look like because one of them had sunglasses on. Does one of the Koopalings have sunglasses? He does, but he looks very different than the Koopas. Whatever. What the fuck? That's oh, right. I told you. I know. Roy's okay. the coolest one. He's the cool one. Okay. He's, he's 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 based. Who does Bowser have children with? Uh, in. Sunshine Baby Bowser says peaches his mama, but that's not, I don't think that's true. <laughs> what? Well, Bowser tells him that, and at the end of the game, Baby Bowser's like, I don't think Peter's my mom. He goes, Yeah, you're right. She's not. Because it'd be horrifying. So we don't know. I've seen some um, <clears throat> some fan art on oh, the internet, Jack, that potentially might correct. fill in that plot hole for. This is a good it, Christian it, show. For, <laughs> for curious uh, yeah, good look up. Mario fans. <laughs> oh, good Christ. God hath forsaken us. I feel like I've I've heard tale of such things at least. Probably there's probably some horrible thing you can find. Some people probably pay top dollar for it. <laughs> Furry artists an ungodly amount of money. Furries I'm pay sure. the best. That's what all the art people say. No, that's okay. So they pay on time and they pay hot top dollar because they want some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about the other princesses? That's like part of the lore I never got. Because but Peach isn't in the first game, correct? It's yeah, it's Daisy or Pauline or one of them in one of the. In which in the first like Mario Brothers I think game, so right? No, no, it's Peach in the very first one. Is it? And then Daisy's in a Game Boy one. Okay. Who's in 
Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. Pauline. Who's the mayor of... Oh, so they don't bring her back until... Oh, okay. Yeah. She's in this movie, but she's she's like the mayor. But she's just the mayor of New York. Yeah. Not New Donk City. Not New Donk City. So is it even... That's what I'm saying. Didn't Sans Pants do an episode about New Donk City? I'm sure they did. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like something Jackson would be like, oh my God, New Donk City. Deep cut for you listeners. We used to like Australians, but now we don't. I like Australians. No, I it's think they great. They're all right. There's, there's, there's a like, lot of them, and they make lots of pockets. It's, it's a weird... It's a, about Melbourne, Australia really just breeds... A lot of, a lot of podcasters, podcast. I guess. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Well, they have a comedy festival. I think that's what it is. It's a whole thing. Whatever. It's interesting. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. We're going to this movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Like I, I mean, I gave it a two and a half on run to or on my letterboxed I because I, it's like I don't really hate it. Right. I don't know. I suppose I could go lower. Like I could be compelled to put it as a two, but like I, my thought was just like, well, it's not, it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. So again, it's not like technically horrible or anything. But I totally understand why it doesn't have a good um, like critic score and stuff. Right. Like yeah. It's not being incredibly well received by critics. Everyone at least. I get why. And I think there's probably, because I think the audience score is much higher, and it's probably people coming at more from your perspective of like, well, it's just a fun, whatever Mario thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, even as we've gotten a little bit at in this, right? Like, as a movie, it's got some flaws. Flaws, I think. Yeah. So it's got it's to work as a movie. We talk about that a lot. Yeah, exactly. So Working as a film. So we're keeping, we're keeping narratively consistent for us. I think so. As much as we can in these. We try. In this economy. But yeah, I really think that it kind of shows it's, it's, Maybe there's a reason Disney's top dog sometimes because they, generally speaking, are putting out like genuine sort of mm-hmm. well-crafted plots and ideas and things. And I don't know if that really is present here, other than just it's a montage of like we're doing the Mario stuff. Yeah, and we talked. I told you this off before we started here, but it's like even the Mario Kart thing. It's like oh, they're doing Mario Kart, but like not really, and it's not really to any great effect. Yeah. They literally are just using their carts as a mode of transport. I don't know. The carts are like. The Donkey Kong thing, like, why is Donkey? Why are the why are the Donkey Kongs all about the carts? Why? That yeah, that's not a thing. Right? They just need them to be about something. I don't know. Yeah, because Donkey Kong in the doesn't really interact with Mario like outside of the Donkey Kong game. Well, except when they're on Smash and like Mario Kart and stuff. But like, I was gonna say, there's like no like game games. where like he plays. Like, there's no game where like you go to Donkey Kong the Kong area and like fight yeah. Donkey Kong. Is it even? Is it the same? Um. No, I think it's like the Kong. Like, where do they live? He live on Kong Island, right? Is Kong Island in like the Mushroom Kingdom or like in that same world? I, I think it's an independent nation. I think it's sovereign, but it's on the it's on the same uh, planet, so to speak. I maybe <laughs> I don't know. Not a lot. They don't really write a lot of the story. That's what I mean. So what do we? What is it? Right? Why do? Why make a movie at a certain point? You know, money. <laughs> And that's money, 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 money. And that's just it, isn't it? Hey, you know what? It could have been worse. We could have had a Sonic movie situation where they forced James Marsden to once again act alongside something that isn't there. Mar- Mario shows up in the real world. Yeah. You're right. It could have been a Mario shows up in the real world movie. And, and so that would have been horrible. So, yeah, we'll count our blessings. I, I think guess. animation is the fine route. I think this oh, could absolutely. spin out. I think they could probably do a Luigi's Mansion spin out. They could do yeah, whatever they so. fucking wanted. They could bring Wario and Waluigi in. They could do. I mean, there's there's so many characters to pick that are Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> they bring Shadow back. Uh, they oh, do Shadow, man. Shadows in Sonic Three, baby. We're gonna have to watch Sonic Sonic Three just just to get just to see Shadow, Shadow content. I hope they put Silver in it. I hope everybody. Oh I hope Metal I hope Sonic's the, in there. The Chameleon. What's he called? Uh, the Alligator. Oh, uh, there's Vec. Is the Alligator Vector? Yeah, is yeah. the Alligator. There's 
Charmy the Bee and Charmy, there's SPO. SPO, yeah, my boy. Get those fellas in there. Who else are we missing? Big the Cat. Yeah, the, well, yeah the Cream Little cream Bunny. Cheese. Cream and Cheese. Amy. Amy, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is she? Rogue. A she just had She's a hedgehog. Well, yeah, the Rogue and the and the robot. Metal Sonic. Oh, no, the, the other one. Yeah, the big one. Whatever. We're just naming the Sonic Heroes team. Yeah, we, we're just naming all the Sonic Heroes teams. <laughs> I love Sonic Heroes. I, I know I know it's like the most maligned thing ever, but I had it for my PlayStation it, when I, I was a child, and so it's it's just... I watched it's the, all I've known. Right? I watched the Game Grumps, Game Grumps play through during the pandemic because I was desperate for anything to make me feel anything. Uh-huh, sure. Um, and I was like, this game... If it wasn't made by Sega and Sonic Team, it'd be a good game. Because if it like ran well and wasn't a shitty piece of shit, okay, buggy. yeah. Because like there, like there is a good idea here. Sure. Like the teams and the yeah, three of them. Neat. I think it's. I really like the like the concept. It's like different campaign. It's all like the same, but it's different. Different because of the teams who do different things. I'm like that's all. These have a, a, the makings of a good quality like nostalgic game. But too bad Sonic Team I made have it. Nostalgia for it. And they never make so good there. games. I think I've told you this before, but my dad, you know, had. Obviously, being of an older generation than us, had like Sonic, Sonic, just the first one, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, my dad was—he's such a purist that I liked. I was like, "What about Sonic and Knuckles?" He was like, "Nah." <laughs> he ate Sonic <laughs> and Knuckles. I don't, I don't know why he has like, but he's like Sonic the Hedgehog. That's where it's at. <laughs> and when I was a child, I got I got him to get me Sonic or uh, Shadow the Hedgehog for my PlayStation. And the one day I was like, "Dad, we play Shadow the Hedgehog," and he's like, "Yeah, sure, so Sonic, yeah, okay." And then. <laughs> We're just playing Shadow the Hedgehog, and he's just like, it's like a fucking third-person shooter. You yeah, have like rocket guns, launchers yeah. and shit. And my dad was just like, this isn't, this isn't what I remember. <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna play this. And he's just like, he's just like I will, and he never played with you again. I think, I don't think so. He's like, I will. Like in baseball, he'll play, he'll play MLB the show. With me. Of course, because this dad, I understand. You know? No guns in this. It's just such a such a vivid memory that I have. Never, I'll never leave me for so long as I, I live. I don't think it could. Just my dad being just like I don't. Just there's something about that. Slowly man out of the time. World has right? left yeah, the, the world has moved on. <laughs> That's all right. He's all right. God he's doing plus. fine. <laughs> yeah, he's he's recovered from this. Anyways, all right. This else? wasn't a Sonic movie we watched. So no, I think we're done. I think we're done. Perfect. So what I can take out of this, I'm gonna do Barry or Dave next. Let's do Barry. Perfect. Uh, I can take season one of HBO's Barry. A show Barry. A couple of shows. They're two very similar shows in a lot of ways. Different a, but similar. In a very real sense. It's interesting that this is how it turned out, I think. Yeah. I think it's fun. So Barry is a show. It's, it's, it's called Barry. It's just one guy's name. One guy's name. That <laughs> may, what I mean? May, may repeat this later. So Barry. Uh, written and created by Bill Hader and Alex Berg. Uh, starring Bill Hader. Starring Bill Hader. Maybe directed, did, maybe a trend as well. Directed a couple of... Uh, he directs... A lot of the episodes of the season. He directed the pilot. This is wild. It was funny. Uh, I watched. I was watching interviews with them because a uh, little background. For once, Zach could have watched the show for me. It's true. Me. It's true. Uh, I well, I I started to watch this show back in ooh twenty twenty nineteen eighteen. No, no, it's twenty twenty. It started in like 2019, 2018, I think. I could have swore it was even like back then that you started it. No, it was during the pandemic. I started okay, watching okay. it, and I got to like. Halfway through the last episode, I was like, I don't want to watch anymore. I'll stop for now. And I never went back to it because, you know, on brand, I'm a little <laughs> insane. Just a little bit, fellas. Listeners don't. And uh, I finally got back to it within the last, oh, month. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I powered through and finished the whole thing. Hidden Forest is going to come out soon, which is why we're watching this. Uh, it's the final season, so we're going to finish it off. But I always appreciate it. Yeah. Love a final season. Love a, love a finite thing. Love a... Done and dusted like Cap dinner. at all. Yeah. Nice even four. Um, sometimes a five for the five X, but, you know, four and five. 
about the same. Something great about a four-season TV show. It's tight. It's, it's very tight. It's not. I've, I've heard the argument that after five seasons, TV shows get bad. I think there's a lot. There's probably a lot of examples of, of that. Breaking Bad's only five. The case. That's, I think that's Saul's only five too. That's like that's, the wires only like five. Yeah, yeah. Those are all like relatively short by like a lot of shows. Game of Avatar: The Last Airbender was three tight three, and that's Game of Thrones is eight eight, and everybody loved them all. Exactly. So that exception that proves the rule. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Um. So in this show, Barry, the titular character, is a ex-marine hitman who's uh becomes an actor who tries to give up the hitman life becomes an actor but it's a little harder than he thinks <laughs> well it's a little more than he bargained for um, basically yeah uh the funny thing about this is um because bill Hader, as i said directed the pilot he has spoken about how he was so nervous because it's the first time he ever directed about like he like did a ton of directing work like pre-production like getting the shots and the coverage that he did no work on the on the acting portion <laughs> so he was just like trying to figure out mid like rec- like during the shoot what his character what barry would sound like and talk like and apparently he was saying he would just cut lines he'd be like actually why don't you say that line actually like, actually you should say this i won't say it and then like there's this scene if you remember the beginning where he's in like the chechen garage and he's sitting uh-huh. quietly he was supposed to have a bunch of dialogue but he just cut all that dialogue for himself <laughs> and just lets other people say stuff um so yeah i really like barry i think it's good it's like a black comedy drama kind of thing yeah it, it like I don't, what's even the word i'm trying to think of it i still it still is escaping me but it just it varies wildly back and forth from like yeah bizarre sort of like almost like cartoonish comedy of like these characters just being goofballs uh, to like pretty heavy serious stuff mm-hmm. which is interesting and i think there's something to that and it's just juxtaposition yeah very juxtaposed because like some of these characters I, most of them at times at least can be yeah Again, like caricatures of people almost. Like just real goofballs. And like the, the acting class and everything and the, even the Chechen mob guys are like, Oh, we're they're hardcore mobsters, but they're just they're just morons. Yeah, they're <laughs> talking about the dumb shit most of the time. Trying to build the stocks. But then all of a sudden it's like, you know, people will be dying and in, in hectic hectic ways and mm-hmm. you know, I think it's intentional even in the way that the show is I guess it's directed and it's presented and everything. And in the performances where like when the when the serious shit does pop off, there's such a like a, a stark change in Barry in particular and his like demeanor, the way he like turns on and is in it. Cause that's like clearly the place where he feels comfortable at this stage, mm. like where he is actually like knows what he's doing. Whereas the rest of his life, he seems to be not like that. Yes. Yeah, kind <laughs> of spiraling out of control. So, <laughs> he's interesting. I mean, he's, he's an interesting character. Like he's clearly got something going on with him. He's neurodivergent in some way, or, or maybe it's just like a, you know, a PTSD sort of thing from his, uh, time in the military, time in the military. but he's like, he's kind of a, weird dude mm-hmm. doesn't always know what he's doing but then everyone in the show is a little weird at times yeah they're all la actors yeah it's that kind of like you said like it's either because barry never has anyone normal to talk to he either is hanging out with like murderers and mobsters and people who do horrible things or like actors who are really sub-absorbed and out of touch and like don't really understand what the real world is so the most like stereotypical like full of themselves yeah super super hipstery la people right mm. talking about all their nonsense and whatever yes so, yeah that's a good point like he there's very few people in the show who are just like well adjusted that he just chats with <laughs> so he's he's going back and forth from these kind of extremes yeah and everyone one of the big things is so is that everybody always wants something from him in some way and no one ever is and this goes out throughout the season is that no one is ever 
like genuinely affectionate towards Barry without an ulterior motive. Like everybody's like, well, I got to be nice to Barry because I need something from him. Either like I need him to do this play with me or get to a certain place to do this like performance to make me better. Or like I need Barry to kill these people because he's very good at killing people. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, let's go to the other characters we have. Uh, your favorite, Fuchs. No, I don't think he, I don't like him, but uh, but also he's not meant to be like. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's. I mean, I guess some good. people find him funny. I don't even really find him super funny, so I guess that's maybe a problem. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean, he's not meant to be liked because he's very much manipulating Barry and is like he, a real piece of shit. He's, he's got no like actual loyalty or you know anything that's reciprocated to Barry, but she takes advantage of him. Yeah, because yeah, Fuchs is the guy who gets who like deals his contracts. He's like the. The man, he's Barry's manager. Also, he he seems absolutely useless. Like he doesn't, he provides almost nothing of value. Mm, yeah, he just ta- he just takes all. It just takes he just half, takes the, half cut. the money. That's mm. wild. That's way too much. Oh, he deserves maybe five percent. <laughs> yeah, right. He just makes the calls. Ten, twenty. I don't know. Maybe there's somewhere in that. Disc- but like half of it for doing nothing. Mm. Come on. Yeah. So the main plot of uh, this season is the whole reason Barry gets in his acting class is he's following this hit for this guy Ryan, and he follows him into this acting class and is like enamored by it. So he like starts doing acting, and he's like, "Actually, I want to be an actor. I'm gonna stop being a hitman and be an actor." Uh, and so he tries to get out, and these these mobsters are like, "Who hired him?" Are like, "Well, no, you gotta kill this guy. We told you to do this, and we're mobsters, so we, you gotta go through with it." Uh, and then he is being investigated for a murder throughout the season. So the whole season is him like trying to start a new life after leaving a violent one, a la John Wick, maybe. Kind yeah, of some John Wick vibes. John Wick's John Wickness to it. Sickness with the weakness? Sick weakness with the sickness. Ah, uh, yeah, that's cool. I I like the the whole like detective kind of subplot going through the whole season. That's cool. I mean, it's it's very classic sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Stereotypical. Like, oh, she's and she's on the case, and she, you know, there's that there's that moment where like, oh, we we solved it, but it's like, did you really? I mean, she's not never satisfied, right? It's mm-hmm. a classic trope. Um, I think that's cool. I like that. You know, she's like. <laughs> seemingly the one competent person they got over there because everyone else is again like these characters <laughs> yeah these really silly police officers i liked in the um what it's like the press conference when they're like we've caught them and he, even the police chief is like referencing movies because <laughs> i guess because it's la so he's just he's yeah. also just like a weird movie snob guy or movie whatever aficionado um they're all cool uh i guess the the mobster stuff is like interesting i i, I said i do think it's cool when they have to do like one of the action sort of scenes how the whole the whole show kind of changes for a moment it's like oh this is just like genuine like well done you know sort of hardcore action i mean it's not quite on like it's not highly choreographed or anything like john wick but it's just like oh no yeah they just go in and they fucking shoot people like mm. there's no like they like, clear out a room and you said you saw a thing right where they were like initially the stunt people stuff were almost wanting to make the action like comical yeah like like make when they they're shut, they make a big meal out of it. Like they do a big death, and then they were like, "You gotta just do less." Like just but drop. No, the deaths are just dead. Like you just yeah, you lights just off. get shot and you die. Like so, I think that's cool. That's an interesting choice. Um, there's one like that in particular, like towards halfway ish, a little more through the season, where there's a situation where the character's like, "Oh, we're gonna do it," and it, but it's just you get a hard dose of reality real quick and it does mm. not go well. No, it does not go well for this character. He's also you don't really think of it as happen. I mean. You're just kind of like, oh, I guess it's a show, so they'll probably do something crazy and it'll work out. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, things happen in season two. What's your What's guess happened. So, spoilers for the first season of Barry, but at the end, he kills a detective lady who's dating 
his acting teacher, Mr. Kusner, who didn't really talk about, but yeah, Henry Winkler, he's fun. I I think he's also fun, and and but again, like a lot of these characters, he's kind of despicable. He's awful. <laughs> he's just a, a jerk. He's oh. a real asshole to all the students and stuff. But then we learn at uh, whatever point that he's also not a successful actor. Mm-hmm. Like he's going for like bit parts and like auditioning, just like the rest of them, and like not seemingly getting many of them. But he's got this fucking book that he wrote, and he's like charging some kind of absorbent. Absorbing for them to come to his class every single day, and it's like, what's he actually doing? He's just yelling, like he said, he's just yelling at him and being mean. Like I don't, I don't know, but he is funny. He's one of the funnier actual characters that mm. I like. So I, he's got that going for him. Yeah, I like. Um, I also like on the show how, um, right in the beginning when he first meets Barry, like tells his whole life story to him, and he's just like, that's a very good monologue. You've got it. But Barry is just. Just a terrible actor, and he's yeah. just like does, and, but they can't. The get only that. the the only points where he is able to seemingly do it at all is when he's not acting at all, right? Yeah, when he's saying genuine <clears throat> things. It's when it's just real things that have happened to him that yeah. are making him upset or whatever. Because when he tries to act at all, it comes off as the most stilted and awkward, yeah, thing. awkward thing ever. But that's that's also kind of an indictment of his character, right? Mm-hmm. Because Barry says this very real thing to him, and the whole th- the only thing he can think is like, "Well, what movie is that from?" Yeah, no, like, I think you're an idiot. What, yeah, this <laughs> why would you assume that's a movie? Like, yeah. it's only because they're all these, yeah, they're all stupid Hollywood actor people, and they're like, ah, everyone's quoting a movie. What to movie me. are you referencing? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so at the end of the season, he kills the the detective woman who's dating, and this is after having killed as well. The Ryan guy. Who, well, he didn't kill him, but he was involved in it or whatever. And he kills his friend. Um, but he kills his friend who gets all wrapped up in it. Hmm. And it's he decides, like, oh, I'm definitely not going to kill anyone now. Starting now. Which is kind of a, like a, it's, it's like an absurd thing, right? Yeah, like an arbitrary, like, well, now now I'll stop. Because the whole season, again, he's trying to not. and then But he just keeps getting dragged. I mean, he does like four different missions for him. And he does he clears a whole stash house. And then he kills them at the end. He kind of turns on him and, and has to do And so... He never stops mm-hmm. for even like an episode killing people. So for him to be like, but I don't want to kill people. And I think I think they'll explore that a little bit more because I think the first season kind of primes you to um, feel bad for Barry, right? Yeah. Because yeah, he is being kind of manipulated by Fuchs and stuff, and it's not you know there is something that like does he know any anything else? And like he's got that whole monologue in the first episode where you're like, yeah, that seems relatively genuine, um, and it is probably to an extent, but also at a certain point, I mean. Are you not responsible for, you know, your own actions? Like being, yeah, a, 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 well, uh, he's not really a serial killer, but a hitman? Like that's, you know, yeah. manipulation can only go so far Yeah, to, to just keep doing that. I'd like to think, for example, Jack, that I don't, I don't know if I know anyone in my life who would effectively manipulate me into being a hitman for like years. So. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just don't think that would happen no. personally. So, yeah. Yeah, I think he's gonna have to examine that. It's like because when the when he has that confrontation with the detective at the end, I was like, oh, I don't know, she'd been a little hard on Barry. But then I was like, thought about it, and I was like, is she though? Because again, you're inclined to so be sympathetic Barry. to Barry because yeah. he's the main character. That's that's how fucking it goes. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's kind of. But the she's right because she's like she's right because he's like well, we're the same. We just want to be happy. He's like, well, no, I'm a police officer who tries to help people because she's like actually a good cop yeah. and everything right and. You kill people for money. Like, you're a bad person. You do Because, again, it's not even just like we can even write it off. It's like, oh, well, he was killing the Chechens and the, and the yeah. Hondurans. Or the, like, he's killing all these other criminal elements because he's not. Because, again, we see him in this show. Again, he was he didn't, but he was willing to kill the Ryan guy who was just a dude who was 
Who's he was fucking the yeah he was fucking the wrong guy's wife. That's not come on. That's the reason to kill a guy. He murdered or yeah like his friend who just got caught up in it and was like wanting to come clean about it and so Barry killed him. Like that's crazy. I mean that's just because Barry didn't want to deal with the consequences. He wanted to save himself. He can't. He he doesn't want to be held accountable because he doesn't think he should be. Exactly. So he he just kind of digs himself deeper and deeper into his hole. Um, I it's it's like they they do like have a little. They do allegorically with Macbeth. They do Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. And they talk about like, well, who's worse, Lady Macbeth for ordering the is it Macbeth again? They yeah, Macbeth? Lady Macbeth convinces him to to K- kill somebody, kill the so king, to yeah. become king. So they're like, who's you're worse? On Macbeth? You don't know the Scottish play, Jack? I know. Um, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, and something creeps in this petty pace from day to day. That's good. And the witches in Hamilton, or no? Because um, I watched the clip of Denzel Washington do it. Ah. I want to see that movie, but that was only in select theaters, and it's on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, we now. tried to find it. I would have watched we it. Made an listeners, we, we made it the the slightest of efforts to go see we that. movie. Vaguely went. Can we watch this? And it was like a good? week too late. Anything? It's weird. I'm sure it's weird. I, I just want to watch it because it looked cool shot wise. Yeah, yeah, it looks like interesting. And yeah. it's all black and white, right? It would, so and also it boost our pedigree. It's not a bunch of cape sh- shills. Yeah, until we hate it, like we inevitably, like we always. Yeah, have. we didn't like the Green Knight. <laughs> Everyone, if you don't listen, like the Banshees of Inner Sharon. What's well, a boring movie? We liked Nightmare Alley. That's is that anything? I don't know. I didn't like El Topo. But we did like everything, everywhere, all at once. We did. Like the best Everyone ever, liked so. that. So that's, oh yeah. And I kind of. What else did we like? Um, but yeah. we didn't like Power of the Dog. We hated Power no, we of the Dog. Like Power <laughs> that's such a bad movie. That's what I mean, so it's like. <laughs> I was thinking about the other day. Like we're movie fans, but we're not cinema fans, are we? Because you know, the like people who consider themselves genuine cinephiles are like crazy. Well, like insane. you ask a cinephile, like an like an Ostagod one, like what their favorite movie is, you've never heard of it. You never heard of their favorite. Act. They they'll name fifteen actors you've never heard of ever in your entire life. It'll be like I like the um. They're all Italian and French. Yeah, and fucking. I, I like the Polynesian semi modernist director. It's literally shit like that. And it's like who? It's like oh, he's made. I mean, I'm no, I know, I'm sure they know what they're talking about, but uh. Not for us. We like certain movies. Is really what it yeah. comes down to, isn't it? I like movies that challenge me, but not challenge me no, too not much. Not very much. Yeah, <laughs> don't. I, someone's got to fight something, right? I but like. Yeah, they're they more like Shin Godzilla. <laughs> the new Shin Godzilla. I'll watch that. I, I haven't seen Shin Godzilla, but I will. It looks like a fun movie. But yeah, Macbeth. You know Macbeth. I know Macbeth. Scottish play. No, can't no, say it. Can't say. Killed Macbeth. by a man. No man born of a woman. C-section. Yeah, 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 something like that. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend like I know the whole thing. There's like the yeah, the witches give prophecies. Yeah, and you can't not until the you will your king you will be king forever until the the woods Burnham Woods comes to guns and a I don't know I'm thinking they're like weird Scottish names you know what it is yeah but you know and it's a curse you know if you're doing Macbeth you can't say the name yeah Macbeth. that's why you call it Scottish play and yeah you know yeah I don't know what that's from what's the cause of that the witches maybe the banshees there, there must be some kind of origin for such a thing right it's got it maybe somebody like died and they were like it's cursed forever maybe but then at the end what happens is that the guy the, the good guy who because well, Macbeth's the bad guy because he yeah. kills the king to become king and everything. so the guy who overthrows him they him and his i think his soldier i think they disguise themselves with like branches and shit They're, they put on like ghillie suits <laughs> like sneak up on him so the woods have come to the because it, it sounds absurd right because yeah. how could the woods get up and move but it's a sound. different good old well, that's how it always goes yeah it? the privacy comes to it's and always the, ab- abstract yeah, the hero's journey and Joseph Campbell and all that. But yeah, they do. They, there is lots of that throughout the season of like we're doing good, weird actor stuff. We're gonna do Macbeth, but what if I'm Macbeth? And then <laughs> periodically characters will just be like, but why? but why? What's that? But why? <laughs> Who's that for? 
And she's like, I don't know, it's just a theatery thing we do, you know. It's, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, At the end, they talk about it. Barry and another character, Sally, who Barry kind of just wants to date, and then they make have a relationship. But she's she's kind of a shitty person. But we'll, we'll get more into her later. She's got she's got layers to her. Um, Again, everyone sucks a little bit. Yeah, but they all they all get better. They they flesh everybody out more in season mm-hmm. two, like because obviously they don't have to do Barry. Like they've gotten Barry out of the way, so yeah. they can get like Sally and Kusino, and they get all them. They get some more play and become more like three dimensional and sympathetic. It's good. It's good. Um, interesting stuff. I like. I like. I think in season three, shit goes a little crazy. Very very goes off the deep end in season three and becomes truly unhinged. But it's, it's good I stuff. am disappointed that they killed Goran so quickly because he was. <sighs> it's good. The, the actual funniest things in this show was when him and um Hank would. Get into it. I love that. No, Hank's great. Just be talking about nonsense. Just so so funny. The the scene. I think is the funniest scene in the whole season when the guy who's who Barry kills his brother, the crazy one with the apron and shit. Mm. Just a crazy guy. Is like shows them all the picture because he he's been following him for like an episode or two or something. And he shows them all, and they're just like, "What? We did not ask you to do. What are you talking <laughs> about? You're insane." And he's like, "But I got the picture." And they're like, "No, no, what? Because it's just such a funny scene. Because it yeah. on the one hand, it's like totally." You know, going against your expectations because I, you know, of course we think that the children's want he's doing it on his orders and stuff. And you're like, oh, what is their what are their plans for Barry? But no, it's just this one guy being a lunatic, (laughs) (laughs) and even the other mobsters are like, what the what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you doing? (laughs) Stop doing this. Just be normal. God, I I think that one's pretty good. I like the the old ass hitman (laughs) that comes in from Chechnya. Yeah, he's like he is like he's the most legendary hitman in all of Chechnya, (laughs) and he's just he's just ancient. He like can barely walk, and I was like, "This guy, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna kill Barry." Good stuff. So they're funny, and then they they kind of turn that all on side because they kill one of them, the the one half of that duo. So, but I assume, well, I saw, I've I've seen that Hank sticks around into the, the fourth season, so mm-hmm. presumably he'll get more play and be funny and stuff. So yeah, Hank Hank is a very he's, he's like he becomes like the leader in season two, yeah, so he gets a lot more sense. like he becomes very goofy. <laughs> he's always very goofy. Um. But yeah, good stuff. Uh, anything that's else right. to say? No, that's about it. Perfect. We'll we'll talk about it more in the coming days. So I take out of that into our lightning round of trailer trash, trailer cash. So we have what five things to talk about? Sure. Fuck. All right. We'll do all five. What do we got? Barbie. Right, I got them. I got them right here. So okay. Perfect. Down. Let's just run them down, baby. All right. Blue Beetle. All right. What do we think? What do you think about Blue Beetle? Um, I think it looks. It's a DC f- film. It's, so well, what are the odds it's going to be any good? Uh, not good. I think the I think the odds are it's just like uh, it's uh, going to be okay. It's just okay. Yeah, they're all just kind of okay, right? Yeah, they're all just the same kind of level of okay. And it does the which maybe they're all the maybe, you know maybe the Marvel ones and stuff are too, but something about the DC ones are I don't know they're more okay. There's no there's no connective tissue. I'm not building That's probably anything. part of it. Is that like they're probably roughly comparable in quality to your average Marvel movie, but with nothing. Yeah, nothing even behind like the whole ha ha. We're doing the whole universe, isn't this fun? So, like, what? Where's Blue Beetle coming from? How's this? I was. They do that plot. It's gonna. Be, I was hoping they wouldn't do this, but they are just like, and it's the government. We want the scarab. Yeah, that's to all, do... they. DC seems more inclined to do that in a lot of these movies, and it's boring and kind of lame, right? It's very boring. It's the same thing as like I don't know. Black Adam was kind of like this, where he was just mostly fighting the government. It's just like the oh, weird... there's drones and soldiers and shit. Who cares? I want him to. I want him to fight the Martian Blue Beetle, the Green yeah. Beetle. That'd Come be on. sick. That's where's, the whole point of Booster the Beetles. Gold? Do some weird shit, DC. You've been 
how many years can we do like the oh we're still kind of doing it gr- we're we're still getting it off the ground we're not going we're not taking any big big risks yet yeah like, how long can we do this and what is this we did Starro I, I mean I guess just do Starro again this is this is towards like the last sort of crop right of anything that came before the James Gunn Peter what's his name Safdie Dinklage <laughs> no <laughs> close. So maybe they're going to start to have some interesting actual fucking movies being made. I hope so. I mean, James could make the Suicide Squad. That was right. That's that's Starro I mean. and all like the Polka Dot. Well, like, I mean, and we liked the Batman or whatever, but too too red. So much red. The maybe too much red, I think. But it's just like this is. I'm sure this will be fine. I don't know. George Lopez got a big long beard. Called Batman a fascist. That's fun. I think it's funny, and like people have lost their minds over it because they were like, "See, James Gunn hates Batman, and he's even though he didn't make this movie." Which is like it's weird that we're in a state. I mean, it's not that weird, I guess, in its life. But that that like fascist has come. It's like full circle where like fascist is like somehow a political. Like oh, if you call something fascist, that means you're pushing a political agenda. You know, like yeah. for, in, in the minds of certain people, where it's like I don't think that's how that works. But like, yeah, I don't know. That's stupid. Yeah, I, and also the comic relief character is making that joke. So he's it's just making not, a joke. He's being goofy. It's just a thing for the trailer, and you actually let it like get you. Like it's just got, a yeah. dumb joke at the end of the trailer, and you're actually going to be like, "Oh, they're clearly too political." And it's like political how? Because they're Tar- what? I know they're they're overly liberal with the use of fascist. Maybe I don't know. What the, I don't. I just I don't even know what anyone Batman could can, be saying though. Also, Batman probably could be because he's like I don't know, sometimes he's kind of fascist. He's at least authoritarian. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. Maybe who gives a shit? He's not real. Again, he's just it's just George Lopez, bro. Like he's long beard. He's the comic relief uncle. I don't know how you could ever walk away with that being like clearly this is. But again, it's it's media literacy all time low. It's all in the time. fucking pits, man. It's, we'll ever recover. It's like when when fucking Kylo Ren tells says let the past die, and motherfuckers think that's the thesis of the film. Like you know the thing the villain said to the hero, like that the that the hero was unconvinced by no less. That, that she immediately goes, no, I I don't want to do any of that. And then they fight, and he goes, ah, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. It, it looks kind of cool. I, I, there's some interesting um, tech stuff, tech stuff going on. I like that it's like f- scary. It's like it's like body horror a bit for a minute there. Yeah, when it's like taking it's up in him and it's like fucking with. It. I think that's neat. Yeah, I like that. It's not just like oh, it's just a suit. No, it's not like an Iron Man suit. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It like hurts him because it's fusing yeah. with his body. I think that's interesting. It's all like because it's kind of like a mix between like Iron Man and like Venom, like getting all up in him, and it's kind of goopy. I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so I would say uh, trailer cash, the anime sword uh, trailer trash. Um, Batman is a fascist. I would say trailer cash, um, hamburger box. I like hamburgers. <laughs> Put a little scarab in. Uh, trailer trash. Um, Batman is a fascist. His beard. George Lopez's beard not long enough. It's weird. It's it, it's, it's strange. Make it's it supposed even to look longer. weird, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be a weird, crazy uncle probably. It's weird. And he got long. He's got like a mullet going on. Yeah. All right, moving on. We could just use the same set, you know, for the lightning round, you know, if you want. Hmm. hmm? Same My, you know, the same trash and the same cash, whatever. Oh, okay. You know, I thought I had the. I thought I had the obvious choices, but that's fine. I have to be unique. I can't be like you. I follow. My, I, be, I watch me my own drum. Fascist. Yeah. Well, What's next on your list? When you got me, you got me. Yes. Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. New trailer. We get a lot more of the plot here. Yeah. Once is for very much so. Uh, so, um, Miles is trying to be Spider-Man, doing the classic, oh, I'm Spider-Man, but nobody knows I'm Spider-Man. Nobody knows Spider-Man. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I'm running out of school and stuff. Good stuff. Fun stuff. Failing Spanish. His mom's Spanish. It's funny, because, yeah, his mother's Puerto Rican. Yeah, and whatever, speaks so. Spanish to him, like, half the Surely movie. Surely he can speak Spanish to an extent. Yeah. Um... 
He gets, and then it's I don't know. It's like, hey, we're we're the spider group. I don't. What do they call them? What do they call it? I don't remember. The web. They say, is that what they say? No, I don't know what oh. they call it. Well, that sounds good though. Right. I should. I don't know if they give it. But he's like, I'm um, what's his name? Fuck. Spider Man Twenty Miguel something. Miguel Spider Boy. His first name is Miguel. Spider-Man 2099, and he's like, I have this whole team, and it's just a, all the Spider-Man from across the Spider-Verse, and we all team up to do, like, to take on, I guess, existential, like, threats? Yeah. Um, I guess the vampire that eats our souls? Something like that, I guess. But Spot's the villain in this one. Spot shows up. But is he really? Because that was kind of the rumor, but it seems like he's just a, might just be like a bust in the beginning. Like, yeah. Because I would think that, I have the, th- I have the idea, because this is a part one of part two, that Maybe yeah, Spot will play into this, and then they'll be like, well, Spot's, is, is Spot the guy you're looking for? And they'll be like, well, no, it's going to be the guy who hunts us through the multiverse and needs our soul. And I'll be like, yeah, it's been me the whole time. Because I'm like, he's 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 the villain of the spy, of both Spider-Verses when they do it in the comics. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's oh, got, okay. Because his thing is, like, he's got a whole family of people who hunt Spider-Man, and they, like, fight the Weaver. That Wait, you're talking about Spot, or? No, the other guy. What's, I don't know what's his name. You're not familiar with this guy? He's just, like, I don't know. You're not saying his name. I don't. So. I don't know his name. Oh my God. I wish I knew his name, <laughs> and I refuse to Google in this in the lightning round. Uh, but yeah, we don't get the specifics, but clearly they're at some kind of impasse because there's someone who some some kind of some someone gets wrapped up in it in some kind of way where um, Miles won't doesn't want them to die or is unwilling to let someone die, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. Miguel's like, well, the greater good kind of thing, and that seems to be the, the general. Vibe. conflict of this mm-hmm. sort of the reason again it's not really clear right what who this individual is whether it's someone specific or just like probably no it could just be a guy yeah someone just has to die um and he's like well we can use the all well, the the multiverse powers to like stop that from happening and they're like you can't you can't no good and i think they're probably more or less right i mean i'm sure we'll see there's probably some way for you know you get everything mm-hmm. you ever cake and eat it too somehow but like on paper i don't I think I disagree. I, I like the part where um, Peter B. Parker, he's also for... I like Mayday. I was very excited by that. Yes. Yeah. Mayday Parker. Um, I think it's cool because they never actually let Peter Parker be happy ever, ever. No, they take like it away Never from- and ever, ever. So the fact that he actually just... We get to have a version of him where he's just having a good life and he got back together with MJ and they had a, they had Mayday and um, like a demon didn't take her away. <laughs> like erase her from yeah. a reality. So, and she, she also has spider powers. I think that's very fun. Mm-hmm. Like that a lot. Uh, big fan. Um, <clears throat> but he's like, because um, Miles is like, well, what if what if you could like save Uncle Ben? He's like, if you save Uncle Ben, none of us are here. Like, that's part of it. Like, and I like that idea. That, like, yeah. you know, it's all part of it. Like, it's everything in life leads you to who you yeah, are. So, cool. We'll and, see. And then, twin, I don't know, they really beef the fuck out of 2099. Yeah, he gets scary. Because he's <laughs> like a big monster. He's man. got like sharp teeth and yeah. like, claws. He's all he's beating the sh- I mean, Miles got a little bit taller and a little bit buffer. But he is beating the fucking piss out of him. I feel like there's going to be some... There might be something to it, right? It's Miguel O'Hara, by the way. There's something maybe there, right? Because he's too scary and he's, like, too mad. And, like, it seems yeah. like from their first meeting, he's, like, kind of... Aggressive. Aggressive yeah. on on edge somehow. So it, it's so at odds with what we see at the end of Spider-Verse where he's just kind of cool and chill, right? Mm. Uh, so I don't know why he would be like... Like, what's... Why is Miguel O'Hara, like, suddenly this, like... V- villainous sort of slant. So I feel like there's going to, yeah. I don't think he's going to be the main villain even of this movie, much less of this whole two-part thing. I think he's also somehow probably wrapped up in whatever. I don't know. We'll see. It's Morlon. That's the guy I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think. I was, I was going to say something like that. More or something or whatever, but I didn't. 
He's from Earth Zero Zero One. Classic. Also, they reference another thing is they kind of like clash with the MCU universe thing because yes. they reference one nine 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 nine, which is the MCU I universe. Think I think you're missing a nine or two, but uh, yeah, a bunch of nines, it. and which is strange because. The MCU technically is six one six, like the comics. No, the MCU isn't tech. What do you mean by what do you mean by that? Don't they call in Doctor Strange? They call it six one six. Yes, but in that universe, they think they're six one six. I guess that's true. And eight- technically, they've always been one nine 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 nine. That's like the or whatever it is. How many nines? Two that's nine what nines. they've been for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name? Has a thing about this? Virgin McAdams. Monvalani. They like they somehow came up on a red carpet. And she's like, guys, you know, technically. She's like, you know, she's oh, like an actual fan. Right, yes, yes. I she was know. like, guys, actually, technically, the MCU is 19999. Uh, I think you'll find. It's very good. So, yeah. The problem, yeah, you can't, the MCU characters think they're in 616 or whatever, but they're, they're not. not. Because in, same in, um, isn't it Multiverse of Madness that comes up? Yeah, the, uh, Virgin McAdams says they're 616. Yeah. And that from 83, whatever she is. 838, I think? Yeah, whatever. The whatever one that, that I, he I, leaves just, I don't Shandles. think it actually comes up in. No way home. No, it doesn't. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of neat. I don't the like. Look at you've seen all the Spider Men's. It's a horse one. No, but I mean in the very beginning where it's like, look at all the movies. You remember the Spider Man movies? Oh right. It was yeah. like Tobey Maguire and right. Yeah. I didn't like uh the the quote they used for Peter Parker for they're all fucking Peter Parker <laughs> for Tom Holland. I thought it was dumb. He's like, I gotta prove myself. That's stupid. It's a dumb quote to use. There's better quotes to use. It's got whatever. T- yeah. I don't like the idea that his whole thing, his whole shtick, and it, I mean, it has been thus far. It's like, I have to prove myself and like live up to you know, Tony Man. Stark's. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but whatever. Um, um, yeah, all the Spider-Men, they do the pointy thing, right? I mean, that's pretty good. They all point at each other. They love that. Um, it looks great, as always. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't wait to see all the fun animation styles they use, like in the one, I think the Indian Spider-Man, he's got his own. That's the one like where he's fallen in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, it looks really good. I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm calling a uh, trailer cash, maybe Morlon. I'm kind of on Morlon. That's probably how it's going to all yeah. shake out. Because it's like, well, you're doing multiverse. He's like the guy who does multiverse. I w- trailer trash. Maybe get a Madam Web. We're already doing that movie. That movie's going to be great. Cindy mm. Sweeney's going to be Sp- Spider-Woman, right? Some, yeah, one of them. Dakota Johnson's going to be Ma- Madam Web. Which one? I think Dakota Johnson's Madam Web, yeah. And then yeah. Adam, what's his face? Ben from Parks and Rec. I don't know what the fuck he's he Ben is. Parker. I think he's oh, Uncle I Ben. Think you're right. He's Uncle Ben. I think because sure. Who he was, no, you're definitely. He's definitely someone. What a what a film. What, what a f- time. What a moment in in fucking trailer history. trash. Madam Web. That's what I'm saying. My trailer cash is Mayday Parker. Okay, <laughs> lightning round. Moving on. Barbie next. Um, it's a it's a Barbie trailer. Ooh, first Barbie. Doing Barbie things. I don't know, man. Looks fun. I think so. Excited for it. Um, uh, ca- they're in Barbie Land. Everyone's a Barbie. We got a bunch of Kens. We got Michael Sarah, who's not Ken. Someone he's else. Alan. He's Alan. Who's it? Who's a character who I think I was reading about this. There's a lot of discourse about this. I was reading, learning lots of fun facts about Barbie as like a franchise. I guess the lore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the franchise. I don't know the because well, there's all those movies, but I don't know how those movies lore is connected or anything. Whatever. I've only seen two of those movies, but also just like the history. I've definitely seen those. Like as a kid, mm-hmm. I think we, we had the Princess and the Pauper. Which is I, as it sounds. I had the twelve dancing princesses, and then the one where she's on an island with an elephant. I think we also had that. I think I've seen the Nutcracker one as well. It's a good one. I don't, I don't know if I've seen that one. It's it's, but it's you know it's they a do the Nutcracker. nutcracker. Well, they a, do the Nutcracker. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh. Uh. So it's just it's weird. It's an interesting kind of world because we know that like 
What's his name? Will Ferrell. Ferrell's in this movie. He's the president of Mattel? Yes. But like, so they're real people, I guess, but are they? What's what's the deal with that? They're trying to get to the real world, but is their car it? won't get them. Yeah, because they're like, they driver's trying to drive to the real world. So they're aware of the real world? What does that even mean? Yeah. We got multiple Kens. You know, Similio is also Ken. God bless him getting big roles since Marvel. Got that Marvel money. Yeah, He's going big places. Good, Good for him. What do you think of Ryan Gosling? We loved Ryan Gosling. Some people making fun of him because he's like too old. Being like, is he attractive enough to be Ken? Yes, You're probably. An idiot. First of all, yes, he's Ryan Gosling. He's Ryan Gosling. Obviously, Gosling. calm down. He's so pretty. It's like this one thing where they grab like the most like you know the worst <laughs> screenshot frame that you pop as it couldn't be like, look at him, am I right? It's like shut up. Yeah. He's also, it's like get a good actor. So someone points this out, and I think it's probably pretty valid that like. Casting people just because they're hot is the reason you have like twenty of the worst shows you've ever seen on Netflix. I saw that too. That's I agree with that a lot. So how many hot people are on Netflix and they do terrible ones? Like this is awful. Why do we do this? Yeah, the aesthetic is really good. Like the commitment to like the, all the, the clothes and the um like the, just the, the the accessories and things to make it all look like Barbie is great. Yeah, Dua Lipa's in it. Oh yeah, sure. she's a mermaid. My one friend likes Dua Lipa. He was very excited. Fucking the roller skates. Yeah, they look just like Barbie roller skates. It's incredible. And they're so. So neon. So they neon. look fake. It's very fun. I think it's cool. I'm sure it's... And I'm sure it's going to be interesting and like actually... Have something to I it. I think there will be. I mean, Greta Gerwig wrote it. Right. Directed it. She's I got to imagine. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I don't think all these... We'll I don't think all these... I don't think they'd all sign on on this. Uh, no. If absolutely. it didn't have something There's to There's a lot being said about Ken and like, what is this movie even? Oh, is it a bit misandrist? Is it a bit misandrist, Jack? Because... You know, in this movie, as in, I guess, the the way it's always been for, like, Barbie and the toys and the movie and stuff, is that, like, Ken's hardly much of a character. Mm-hmm. You know, Barbie does everything, right? Yeah. She's, like, an astronaut and uh, you get it all. She's an island princess or she's, she's literally princess. everything, right? Yeah. And then Ken's just there because he's because it's toys for girls, so they need a Ken to have a, a dude for whatever scenarios, but mostly it's about all the cool stuff Barbie can do. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't care. No, I don't actually have a problem with yeah, that. No. But I think it's I think that's one of the things where there it, there might be more to it than first meets the eye. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people who are like I saw a lot of women being like, Shut up, this is the whole point. This is this is for the you know, this is for the ladies. <laughs> Which is whatever. It's yeah. fine, right? You gotta give it to them. Like, hey, hey, step aside, boys. You have enough you have your movies. Yeah, you have drive. Just go watch drive. Go watch drive. Or whatever. So I get that. But I also don't think that's gonna be the point of the movie either. I think yeah. potentially that could be expanded on. The idea that like the the men are just accessories as well. Yeah, I think that'll probably and, tie like, in. Why is there two Kens and like what are what's going there's on? There's a here? bunch of Kens. There's a bunch of Kens. What is that about? Like, yeah. there, so I feel like there's a potential for that to also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, there, there's probably something to this movie beyond just it's Barbie and their Kens, right? I don't think it's literally going to be like one of the cartoons just with real people. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So it's going to bring the Drive men and the um, Lady Bird women together what a clash what a clash i don't know if the world can take it. it'll it. mend it'll heal us the earth will heal i i'm kind of i feel like i'm kind of both of those I love both of those i films. like those are good movies i like both those movies. but also i don't listen i don't like driving like a he just like me for real kind of way no no okay? i like drive because he's got a cool jacket it's a cool jacket and right? brian cranston's cool in it brian cranston's in it and Oscar ron perlman's in it. in it and oscar isaac is in it but I don't. I'm not. I'm not just like him for real. I'm and Timothy, that, I'm also not like Timothy Chalamet from Lady Bird. I don't like him. He's a dickhead. He's, a, he's bad. He, he was mean to Lady Bird. He really was. It's a really good. It's a line I think about all the time. Um, that two things can be bad. Two things can be bad. Yeah, that one. Yeah, you know. If we saying. do like good cinema, I think we do. And it's the same day as Oppenheimer. It'll be a double feature. Incredible. Which means we pay for one ticket and we go see the Hell other movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
Man, that's a real melding of the minds. Greta Gerwig, Christopher Nolan in theaters at the same time. What a day. What a day. Bro, what, if you go see both of those movies, you'll have seen every actor. <laughs> every working actor. Every working actor is <laughs> yeah. in Hollywood. They actually, they're in one or the other. Yeah, they, Some of them are in both, probably. They got to have Is Margot movie. Robbie in Oppenheimer? No. Might be. Florence Pugh's in Oppenheimer. Only one way to find out. <laughs> at this point, she's going to be one of the people to blow up. Uh, but yeah. Good stuff. So I, I'm going to give a pro to the... Roller skates. That's my that's my trailer okay. cash. My cash. You got anything? Michael Sarah. My trash. Very funny. Oh, that was the meme. I don't even think I finished the thought for me before. I do this a lot. Yeah. But it was. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet where someone was like, "Someone's gonna post a picture of this," and it was um the Michael Sarah Michael like- Sarah's picture, and or just I think it was just actually a screenshot from not even his like poster where he's looking pretty good, but it's just like it was a again a random pulled screenshot where he's got he's got like eyeliner on, he got, like makeup on, and it, Michael like- Sarah. I mean, God bless him, but he has like no chin. Oh, it looks like he was stolen from him <laughs> by like a goblin when he was a boy, or chopped off in the war. And the tweet was just like it was a picture. It was that screenshot of him, and it was just like the hottest girl you know is gonna tweet this and say, "I, I need him." Yes, I saw that. You just can't win, uh, man. It's life stuff. sometimes. Though. That's ladies, you know. They just that's not you know they're not looking for the same things. They, they're 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 people too. The stuff that dudes think are attractive to women are not always what women think are think are attractive and the reverse is true as well of course that's life that's society that's the duality of man in a in a very yeah. literal sense in a very in a lot of ways <clears throat> okay all right moving on what's the next one so this soak secret this invasion secret invasion secret invasion got pushed back to june and went from spring to summer who could who could have seen who could have seen? i think it's part of their plan to have less things come out so they can stop hamstringing themselves hey because maybe we don't need moon knight then miss marvel then she hulk Maybe not. Maybe. I mean, but there we, was less. There was less shows last year than the year before. So what's the what's actually the problem? Again, I think we've talked about this. It's not necessarily more things. It's worse things. Yeah, things that aren't things that seem to have no purpose. If you make good things, it's okay People if you have a lot them. of them. Yeah, but be, it also if 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 what you need is to take a step back, slow down a little to make sure that things are good. That's also fine. Whatever, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, this looks pretty good. It's I mean, at least more on of a plot thing, at least in the trailer. Oh like, yeah. A lot of people have been saying, like, this feels very, uh, I mean, I, in, for obvious reasons, like, it's grounded, it's kind of winter soldiery, it's, like, gritty in its, in its you know, appearance, at least. I mean, as of the trailer, at least, like, we, there's, like, no superheroes to speak of, right? Who's the best we got? We got Rhodey appears, but mm-hmm. for all we know, Rhodey's role in this is going to be like it was in Falcon and the Soldier, which yeah. is, he shows up once to be, you know, professional James you know, Road, yeah, military man, yeah, Colonel Rhodes. Like he's not even doing anything in the suit, for all we know. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it's gonna be like a more grounded, like, well, which is funny to say, I know, because it's like an espionage spy thing, right, With starring aliens. Nick Fury. But it is aliens is yeah. what is the central conceit of it. So I don't know. It could be. Um, a lot of people are like being like, I hope they keep this actual tone for the show itself, and this isn't just some trailer stuff. marketing mm-hmm. gimmick. I think they will. I I'm inclined to think so too. I, I don't, don't see. I don't, I can't imagine it like a Nick Fury like a big change. solo thing with like. Yeah, I feel like they're building. I can't group. imagine it's secretly going to be like a zany, yeah, goofy thing. Yeah. Although maybe the quips will be there. You never know with them. Nick Fury's got his quips. And yeah, Mendelssohn. Nick Fury's funny, but it's like it's, it's they just got to do it right. Is all. I saw. A, I think it was a tweet about this recently where it was like. Um, that the quips in Dungeons and Dragons seem better than maybe quips in some of the Marvel projects because it reinforces the characters rather than just like being funny for the sake of it, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think there's probably some truth to. Because a lot of times it's like 
I don't know. It feels like in Marvel movies, they almost just use the quips for like when they don't know what to say. You're like, we want to avoid any like actual tension. We'll just have a character joke, right? Yeah. To, to navigate our way right out of that. But yeah, Nick Fury doesn't joke like that, but he is funny. Oh, absolutely. movies and stuff. So but I don't know. I don't know what I'm going for there. <laughs> just Not- I did, Yeah. Serious tone doesn't necessarily mean it has to be like fucking grim the whole way through is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there'll be people like that. We're going to get that like the first episode come out. And someone's going to post a screenshot of like the one joke and be like, oh, knew they weren't going to do it. I can't believe this. And they'll do what they do with everything where they'll ask a couple questions in episode one and be like, well, they didn't even answer these questions yet. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? It's like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> Wait. It's the first episode. How could you be so fucking, how many episodes is this? Do we know? I I don't. But we'll see if it's been out there. I would hope so. Usually these things are out within short order. But we got. Ben Mendelsohn's going to be a big part of this as Talos. Um, he's presumably just been chilling on Earth the whole time. Like I think, time. I think I read like he's li- he's made a life here and he's cool with it. Like which is you know at the end of Captain Marvel they like gave him refuge, right? Mm-hmm. So it, that all kind of makes sense um, that like he'd be in and into it uh, and want to protect it from the scrolls. And I guess you know we we haven't really been exposed to the the bad scrolls, right? Yeah, because in Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, it was just like, oh, wait, these guys are like refugees and stuff. So there's clearly going to be another faction that's at odds with Talos and his boys. Um, we got Mia Clark. She's also some kind of scroll, you think? Yeah. I, the, the rumor for the longest time was that she was going to be the, the scroll queen, queen, but I don't think that's what. Yeah. Or it could be a like a twist, right? Like like a misdirect. <gasps> I, w- I wouldn't put it past him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is six. So fucking. I feel like. Again, like, I don't know. Sometimes the six could. You can argue. You can make the argument for because some of these shows maybe are a little longer than they need be. So yeah, six is very tight though. That's like. I mean, hey, if it keeps us moving. Yeah, yeah. Keep high, high, hot main action. Who else we got? Uh, we got oh the one lady, one British lady who's in Fleabag and other stuff that I know. What's your face? We got Colby Smulders returning, of course, is Maria Hill. Right. Is Martin Freeman in this? Oh, he is. Yeah, Martin Freeman's going to be in this. Right. With whatever he's up to. He's been arrested for treason. I was going to say, he's like in prison, presumably, for helping the Wakandans last we saw him. So that'll be tough. I bet What's-Her-Face will also be in it then. Mano Hydra. Good old yeah. Julie Dreyfus. Julie Dreyfus will probably be in it, I guess. Uh, were you thinking? Olivia Coleman. Yes, I was. She's in it, doing things. Uh, but yeah, we don't get much of an idea of too much of the plot other than scroller here doing nefarious things and Nick Fury's trying to get to the bottom of it. Mm. And he's back and they're all like, oh, you're too old, Nick Fury. And he's like, there's a one last fight. Do you think, I I feel like this could very much be his ad, actual swan song in the MCU, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Surprise. I mean, Samuel Jackson's it's like 70. up there, man. And like, he likes to work and all, but maybe he's done with this. Yeah. Then again, I don't know. He really does. He likes to work. He'll do just about anything. He'll do a movie where he's the president he helps a little Swedish boy. But he's 74 now, so... He's not as old as Harrison Ford yet, yeah, and Harrison Ford's in That's, these movies now. And now Harrison Ford's in the he's he's entered the MCU in his eighties, so what's anything. As long as they don't let him fly a plane, he'll live. But um yeah, it should be cool. Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm excited for I, it. I, I I mean I love the Winter Soldier. I it's potentially still my favorite MCU movie ever. And um, It's a very good MCU movie. Part of it is like, yeah, it does just keep that that consistent style to it. Like it is it takes itself seriously for the most part and like perhaps doesn't fall into some of those the pitfalls of the other ones and it's it's just a genuine like i mean it's obviously got this don't get me wrong it has the superhero things to it but it is it is one of those good examples of like he the mcu can be all kinds of different flavors of movie right 
Mm. And this, you know, the Winter Soldier does work kind of like as an actual thriller espionage thing. Oh, absolutely, um, it does. So if they can, yeah, if they can actually do that for most of this, that'd be sick. Again, with aliens, <laughs> with aliens, with aliens, and super scrolls and stuff. I was gonna say, uh, cash super scrolls are pretty cash, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I say cash treason that Martin Freeman commits. It's pretty cool. It's pretty good, yeah. And yeah. trash. They didn't execute him immediately for treason. <laughs> Good enough. As they should. Last uh, one. Last one. Indiana Jones 5. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dial of Destiny. Second baby. trailer? Official trailer? I don't know. What's, you know Story trailer? Fuck. Something fucking like that. Where we actually get the plot of this one, actually. Yeah. We, we kind of pieced it all together. and we But this is actually tells you what the movie's about. Um, which is that it's kind of, it's like we suspected. It's, uh... Getting, Indy's getting older or whatever, but they're like, uh, you need one last job, Indy, because this Nazi from from your past is back. Trying to get the Dial of Destiny, which is, as we knew, like something you can somehow use to turn, turn back, back time. time. Find a way. And I think there's been like speculation. It wasn't quite clear what, um, what's his name? Mads Mikkelsen's deal was, even as, as like let the most recent trailer, it was like, is he actually bad? What does he want to change? Yeah. Is he trying to go back and like undo his mistakes as in like, not be a Nazi or what? We wish. But it seems like from this, he says he's going to go back and fix Hitler's mistakes. And but do I don't it think right. He, do it right. I don't think he means in so far as like... Save Germany. Stop and him from doing that. I think it means more like... I'm win gonna, the war. I'm use hindsight to... <laughs> yeah, to win the war <laughs> for yeah. the Nazis. So that's no good. That's, that's very bad. bad. And Mickelson, you already are a Nazi in Harry Potter now. Don't be a double Nazi. Don't do this. So... No. We gotta stop Mads Mikkelsen. We gotta go on the adventure. You know, back in time. We'll do, and there's a good some jumps back and forth. Where young Meg Mickelson and Harrison Ford. Yeah, it's, I, it's still not clear. I think we talked about this last time, right? If that's flashback stuff or if that's time travel, right? I feel like it could be either or. Mm-hmm. Like that could be in the flashback of like, and then this and this is how it all started. Or that could be, hey, we've gotten the dial and we're back. Oh my god, look at oops, we're here. Mm-hmm. trying to change things i think it could be either or or maybe both maybe both happen yeah. separately um i don't know i i'm starting to think because it's a lot of the same stuff more or less in the previous trailer so i'm hoping that there's a good bit in this movie that we have not been exposed to yet mm-hmm. even so far as like you know the globe trotting kind of aspect of it which is like one of the things indiana jones is like known for that's like the whole thing right yeah um and this so far seems to be the main locations are like New York or wherever. Uh, I don't even know. Where's India Professor? It seemed like New York because he was on the subway. And That's how it looks, right? Yeah. Um, and then like the in the train in Germany or whatever. Mm. Uh, but like I would like to see him like jumping around more. Like where do they get the dial, right? Where's that? It's in like, it's in some like, like uh, yeah, it looks like a cave or some cave, shit. Yeah. So like stuff like that. I would like to see them jumping around a little more. Uh, but we, we shall have to see, I guess. Apparently recently there was a, they were talking about doing an Indiana Jones spinoff show that got no longer moving forward with. It's probably fine. Probably for the best. Probably. It was going to be a prequel. It was going to be about um, Abner Ravenwood. Who? Marion's father. And he's mentor. Oh, okay. That's how he knows Marion. I don't know Marion. His What? His wife? Oh, okay. You've seen the first one. You've told me you've it's seen it. It's okay, but here's the thing, man. I saw it when I was uh, 10 years ago. Whose probably. fault is that? I didn't say it was anyone's fault. I'm just saying I'm I saying it's know. your fault. I'll Whoa. say it right now. I've just I've just done so, actually. Fuck. It's recorded forever, and I can't change this audio. Was I going to Google? Was there something I was looking up? Oh, where does it I don't know. <laughs> Jones, professor. It's really peak, peak form for us. What was I doing? What was I looking up? Am I doing something? I don't know. University. Chicago. Chicago? Seems like it. That's why I used to go with a gun. 
or well, Princeton. I hope the Chicago one's true so my joke lands. It, sounds, it seems like he went to Chicago. Hmm. He went to University of Chicago and he was a teacher at Princeton. Okay. That's something. Yeah. Do you know where Princeton is? Isn't it in New Jersey? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's in Princeton, New Jersey. Is that a city? It's at least- That would have like a big parade like that? I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways. Maybe he's um, in New York for the parade. Yeah, he could be. Because he's right by the day or whatever. You know? Yeah. Um, Fourth of July, something like that. Fourth of July. Right I mean, again, it's it's largely similar to the last one we got, just with more <laughs> voiceover exposition. Yeah, more telling us what's going on. Uh, so I'd say uh, Cash, Indiana horse, very fun. So Tool will be riding a horse. Uh, You're going to break something. He's going to break everything in like, his life. Uh, trash, not punching enough Nazis. I think there's going to be plenty of Nazi punch. Oh, I hope. I got to imagine. I hope so. Um, what about you? Know, they, they didn't. Are they going to fix Steve Harrison Ford or what? It's a little wonky. It's, it's like one of those things where it's like regressed a little. Because there's certain movies in the past, like, I don't know, even some of the older ones. I feel like Ant-Man did a stellar job. That movie's almost 10 years old now. Yeah. Or maybe not quite. When did that come out? Doesn't matter. No, I think it was 2015. So it's, it's coming, yeah, it's coming right up on that. I don't know. Um, I guess that'll be my trash. Why not? Who Perfect. Cares? Fix it. All right. Figure it out. Lightning round over. Was it a lightning round? I don't know. I feel like it was pretty quick. It took us 34 minutes to do it all. Five of them? Ah, well, could have been worse. Could have been worse. We got we went a little on tangents for some of them, but you know that's the show. Get Fox, what we're here for. Uh, we're gonna take out of that into Dave, season one. So we a little reverse here. Uh, Zach has watched Dave and did the thing he does where he begs me to watch any piece of media, <laughs> and I fight him tooth and nail until the eventually. very last minute. The, the, the third season's already begun. It's begun. I mean, we're two episodes behind already, right off the jump, but. Who cares? I mean, not me. I was. I think I've only mentioned uh, six, seven months ago now. But who's who's keeping track? Really, probably been more than that. Probably get them up before even. This. Well, I've probably been asking you for like years. I probably watched like the first season. I was like, you should watch this, and you were like, huh? Then you told me this. I remember you telling me about the second season, being like, you should watch this, and I went, mm, yeah. Huh. And then I kept, then I kept then I fluffed my paper I was reading. In some ways, very similar to Barry. Oh, we yeah. said even as we alluded to, even with the title, because it's just called Dave. Um, also, it's I mean it's different in the sense that it's like autobiographical in nature, but it's also written, directed, produced by and starring um, Dave Bird, aka Little Dicky. Um, it's his like project, which it's it's again it's different because it's like also he's portraying a sort of fictionalized version of himself. But yeah, it's a deal. It's basically it's it's a fictionalized sort of like version of his life, at least at a certain point of his life where. He's trying to make it as a rapper because he's, that's, I mean, that's what he does. He's yeah. a professional rapper, you might say. Yeah, his 2015 album. But we like uh, Lil Dicky, right? Yeah, I'm fan a fan of his music, say. passing fan. He's got some fun stuff. I mean, we're kind of his target audience, so that's to be expected, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Really pigeonholed our demographic there. Um, but it's just, I mean, he's cool. He's a fun dude. Songs yeah. are funny and good. Like, oh, oh, interesting stuff. And uh, this show. I think it's is very similar to his like general like career, his whole his whole kind of persona. Yeah. His whole shtick, which is like it's absurd and goofy and funny, right? But then actually you like once you once you get drawn into it and all, right, you're like, Oh, actually, this is also like he's like technically proficient, right? He's mm-hmm. like actually skilled and like good at this. Like this is actually like genuine, you know, yeah, it's, quality. It's not, it's not running off like a stupid joke. Yeah. It's not just dumb. Like there's, you know, there's other people out there who do funny raps and shit or whatever. Do I don't know. You've seen them. 
Oh yeah. It's like we're well, well I'm gonna wrap the plot of the of Game of Thrones. Just shit like that. Which is like fine and they do whatever, but like he also has some a certain level of genuine talent. skill and ability and, and talent going on, which is pretty cool. And the show's similar, I think. Mm-hmm. And that it's like it's the same kind of vibe where it gets drawn in with like, oh, this is absurd and goofy and it's a comedy show. But then I don't know, for me at least, I think there's like some genuine, like incredible moments of television at at, uh, at play here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's got some good stuff. I wasn't super first three episodes, honestly were losing me a little bit. I think they kind of they bring us together more towards the end, and I think um they're building something much better. Because in the first couple episodes, he is just insufferable and it kind of seems like nothing really happens they kind of meander through scenes sometimes where it feels like they are a little slow and you don't like the one where he has to do the thing for the kid i think that one's pretty funny oh and he's like making the uh, that one's all right uh i like i like when macklemore shows up at the end they go yeah. oh macklemore's here I, so you don't have to do anything the, yeah it's so funny there's a couple moments like that throughout the show um where like it's so funny because the whole time he's dreading it, basically, right? Yeah. Like having to do this. But then when it's taken from him, he's suddenly like, wait a minute. <laughs> I wanted to do it. You can't... He, of course he did. Why would he want to do that? He's he's way better off not having done that. But uh, yeah, I think that's good. I, like you you alluded to, like you think he's a he's a bit too neurotic and yeah, like, weird. Sometimes he gets a little too like. But, I mean, that is very much the point, obviously. Yeah. It's, there's, you know, it's completely intentional. Um, But yeah, I mean, he is. There's nothing there's no doubt about that. And that's, that is kind of the whole premise of the whole thing. Like I do think to a certain extent he is like this. I also think to a certain extent they're playing it up. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, it's hard to know. I mean, it's impossible to know because we don't know the man in real life, but Mm -hmm. from interviews and stuff, at least the outward facing persona he puts out is that this is pretty genuine to how he just kind of acts normally. Again, either, either everything he's ever put out, like in any kind of facing sense is this like, well curated character mm. or it's more or less how he really is which yeah. i guess i'm inclined to do because it's, it's it's like an outcomes or thing it's harder to it'd be more of a challenge for him to like keep up very carefully and never slip up or like yeah. drop it over the years he's been in the public eye it's more like he's just mostly like this and then he yeah. kind of goes from he turns the dial up a knob exactly and i also think he probably um plays it more in the show well yeah and, he, and he, of course you know it's very very much highlights his flaws and like they a lot of the show is about how dave is not a great guy mm-hmm. to the people around him and and essentially it comes down to like a bit of narcissism on his part that it is explored a lot throughout this show um and that's probably turned up to 11 i mean in a way like and this is the thing i said to you right is like because he writes directs star again he he has complete creative control in fact he's talking about how like he has honestly like almost micromanages it right to the extent that he doesn't probably have to be involved at every step of the process but he is yeah um even like into the editing like so he's there you know he's writing it he's he's doing all the the post again he's directed some of the episodes i think and obviously he's in it though he's he's on the set regardless mm-hmm. and then editing it after the fact like he has complete control of whatever it is that is being put out right yeah um so it's not exactly like a unfiltered like examination of him as a dude right yeah not some like hit piece or anything right but i think there's still probably some truth and again i think he probably plays it up for when it's interesting and is putting himself again whether it's all true or not like i think people are naturally going to kind of associate the character with him Mm -hmm. yeah i mean again it's hard not to when you're playing a fictionalized version of yourself who's so close to who you actually are yeah um so i think that's interesting i mean i think it's cool that he's like he does that i guess is that most of the time he's sort of the butt of the joke 
Yeah. And again, his character is almost always the one in the wrong in, in the big way. Like the like an always sunny kind of thing where the joke is how yeah. can a person be so ignorant yeah. and socially <laughs> inept? Like it's almost it's yeah, it's insane how terrible they are talking to other people. Um and I think the supporting cast definitely helps. I think oh, yeah. if they were like strong. All. Yeah, um what is it? Andrew Santino Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know any of the other actors' names because they're not as famous as I that guy. Up. Well, Gata's just Gata. Gata's, uh, like, he's probably my favorite of his friends. Gata's well, very funny. Gata and Mike. He's got a very, and this is like true to like how he just is. Um, He's got like his, his own vernacular. <laughs> yeah. Talking about wiggling and gander and Taking stuff. Gander, he, says, yeah. he talks about gander so much. I don't know what it means. In, the gander. I don't even know what gander ever means. Have a, take a gander? What does that take mean? Take a look. Take yeah, a goose. I guess in? so. So it's kind of. I like that? saying take a goose and a gander. There you go. Because it's like a, it's like a double um, Taylor Misiak, I guess, is Allie. Christine Coe is Emma. Travis Bennett is Els. And they're all super good. This one's Gata. Gata. Oh, Gata's his name? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought... That's it. like, yeah. That's his, st- whatever, his stage name. Okay. I don't know that character. He's, he is... That that part is more or less real. He is his hype man in real life that they go on tour and stuff together. Oh, so. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's not an act. He's not an actor that they brought in. That's he's just a guy they're like, yeah, yeah be in this with me. Yeah. Okay, like, that's cool. That's that's That is... That dynamic is real. I've read I was I've read interviews with him talking about it. The rest of the characters are like whatever compound, you know, characters made up of Every, people, people from his in life. real life or or whatever, draw inspiration, but like no, he didn't have like a uh, friend that he had since childhood who also moved to LA to become a producer. Producer type guy. That's not a real thing and stuff. So like most of these are made up more or less, but mm. yeah, I think there's some genuine like um cool emotional stuff in this first season. Yeah. Whatever you'd call it. Like I like the moment where he has to kill his past self. Yes, to like move on. Yeah. I, I thought that was interesting because it was definitely like, I didn't expect it to go that way. Yeah. It was the kind of thing where he'd just be like, come on, man. Like, come on. This is not, I'm not doing that anymore. But he just like kills him. He and, killed him. He and, drowns him in the in the bowl. Yeah, in the low main. He's like, all right, let me move on. Um, I like episode five is just kind of all about Gata. Yes, um, it's called Hype Man. It's probably one of the most um sort of like, whatever the word would be. Renownedly. Renowned episodes of the whole. It's just someone everyone talks about always. Oh, yeah. Is like this is the episode. Um, yeah, it's great. It's it talks about his again. Again, that's like true to life. His oh. his actual um, struggles with bipolar disorders. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, that's it. one again, like emotional punch to that one. Um, and that's that's when you really see like yeah, they. I think they're all good actors. Oh yeah, you really when he gives a breakdown. Which again, like, I guess everyone who isn't the two of them are actors by trade but it yeah they they definitely they definitely show off the chops in this which is cool too mm, for sure that's what i mean like it's i feel like it's it's this show is so much better than you would ever think mm. just again in the technical aspects of like their acting is good it looks good it's like that i've talked about this before with fx where they're like right on the cusp of i guess like sort of premium like prestige tele- like hbo prestige television, television um, where it looks great a lot of the times and they, they know what they're doing because Barry, I think we have a Barry's an HBO show. Yeah, yeah that's very good. We love our HBO shows. Yeah, they, it's, it, that's kind of like the benchmark for quality to a lot of people. And I think FX often is kind of right on the cusp for that. And I think this is a pretty good example of that. I think it looks great for the most part. Mm. Um, Seven is the one where it's not really Lil Dicky's in like one scene because it's about Els and Emma and their thing going on. Their relationship. Uh. Uh, the toast one, the episode nine and ten is kind the, of that's the culmination, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the Dave kind of has to like come to terms with the fact that it can't always be all about him. Like 
being like, oh, I'm just doing it for me. I have to do me only. And I no one else can have any opinion. And I can't think about anybody else or I'll compromise my art. And all his friends are like, no, what? What are you talking about? That's insane. You're being like, you've gone too far, Dave. Mm-hmm. You need to stop and think because what you do now affects other people's lives. Exactly. That's the root of it all. Is that he's like ready to Throw torpedo his whole thing already. Like he's, yeah. We're like one episode into him having a record deal and he's already ready to like torpedo it. And he takes a moment to actually like consider, the, yeah, the people around him who he's like brought into his orbit here, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just turning to my better okay. saver mode. Um, who are now dependent on his career succeeding as well. And that that's a good growth moment for him. Yeah. Just like I think um, ultimately him and Allie breaking up is, it causes him to consider some things. Um, I do like Jail as a bit. I think it's funny. I think it's funny how long, I remember the first time I watched it, just like how long it's going on. Yeah. It's like, it's like a good third of the whole episode. Because like, if you look, I like, at one point I, I paused it to see and the like break for the um commercial is pushed back into the episode. Oh yeah. So it's not as evenly spaced as all the other episodes. I think just to have time so you get the whole Jail segment uninterrupted. It's very good. But it's, it was a class, I liked it because it was a classic like little Dickie song which just like, he just tell. He just speaking. Yeah, in a strange a way. It's funny, and, and that's the other thing is like there's a lot of music in this. We were talking about how his hardcore fans are like upset with him, the lack of music because he hasn't been putting out music, um, in a while now. Um, but I do think this show proves that he can still do it. And like obviously, most of the songs in this sh- in the show are like you know they're little snippets. Like it's not at no point do you get a full song, but and and they're playing some kind of purpose for the plot and whatnot. But mm. still, it's I don't know, it's good stuff. Jail's again like technically interesting and like he, it is a coherent song and stuff. It's just yeah. funny. They, it is crazy that he makes like he what he's done is essentially made like nine minutes of a song or whatever it is for a bit. It's just to do for the beginning of a show that he can't even. It's not even supposed to be used. They I don't think it. it so I, I like it makes me wonder. Like, do you think there is an end to that? Where you, I don't think. So. I think it's one thing. It's like and you tie it all together so perfectly with you really break down the. I think it's very funny. Yeah, yeah, I think it's very funny when they're like. That's one of the funniest bits of the whole season, I think. Mm. And when they're like, "We can't," what do you? This is insane, Dave. And like, it's insensitive, and it's and it's all these things. And he's like, "Guys, no, but I. This is how we do. I lure people in with a sense of absurdity through like the lens of a of a privileged perspective, and then I and I expose it all. You just have to let them the song. And they they play the song in the next thirty seconds. He's immediately he's talking about like biting a man's dick off. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, nope, nope, nope. Pull the plug. Sorry, I can't. I don't. I can't believe you. So it's good. I think this show's a lot of fun, and I I was impressed with it for sure when i first watched it it was just like wait what is this mm. this is like this is like good this is like genuinely like good what is this about yeah because again it's and that's what he i guess that's what the music is too it's just like like this is weird and dumb but then you're like oh he's actually like quite good at this and i i, I do think the show is in a similar vein mm. oh absolutely i have to agree so you oh you over you came around more or less with the I, last I think, couple i think i came around continue um i think i'll give it i think i'll, I'll probably watch it through I do think the second season has. Oh, I mean, it's it's divisive. I was seen. I was perusing his, the little Icky subreddit, and some of the people on there dislike season two. Some people like it more. So I don't know. I think it's pretty good. I think it's it's the superior one, if I had to guess. Although I really don't have any problems with, with one either. But there's some great episodes in two for sure. And uh, as of right now, we're two into three, and I think that those are both pretty stellar as well. So I'm having a good time. Yeah. Good stuff. He gets the it's all like kind Kareem of Abdul Jabbar. What the fuck? It is Kareem Abdul Jabbar, famed Laker. He's yeah. in it. He's in it. Huh? Got lots of lots of celebrity cameos and whatnot. Oh yeah, I mean Justin Bieber, Kourtney Kardashian, yeah, a bunch I of rappers. I was gonna say a couple of the Kardashian 
clan there. And yeah, obviously, actual rappers and whatnot. Doja Cat features heavily in Doja season Cat. two. Well, I'm definitely going to like this episode, um, then. There's a really good episode with his parents, um, who are also, they're also fun. I like his parents. I like parents. when they have all the questions for him. Yeah. Are the rappers' parents going to be there? Oh, that's the other thing I want to say, is there's a ton of content in this show that, I don't know if draws from is the right word, because it's, it's, it's all him, but like, there's a lot of stuff that is very similar to stuff he has talked about in his songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like on a, on his album there, there's um, interludes throughout the, uh, you know, throughout the album as interludes are, which is him on the phone with his parents. It's a very similar kind of vibe where they're like, what do you do? What do you do? And he's like, I don't, they're like, you got to get that. You got to get good sleep, you know, before your show. <laughs> don't make sure you don't stay at your friends. I'll stay at a nice hotel. Get some good sleep. <laughs> And there's all but where he's like, hey, this is just funny. I wonder if other rappers have to deal with this. And she's like, I bet you do. I bet they do. I bet Puff Daddy's mom said <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Like it's, it's that's funny. Stuff. So it's, it's kind of a similar vibe to that. And there's all kind of little things sprinkled throughout. You, you know the song Truman? Uh, I'm not not familiar with that one. It's about how he thought he when he was little, he thought he was in the Truman show. Don't don't aren't we all Maybe in our social media that's world? That's the idea, yeah. But so like when he was little, he thought that everyone was watching a show of him or whatever. Which is again is kind of Supports the idea that maybe he's got a little bit of narcissism going on a little. Just a little bit. But that comes up in season two. There's there's little, I'm not going to be able to name them all right now, but there's lots of little things where it's like, oh, that's a joke that was in one of his songs or whatever and stuff like that. So it's good stuff. I think it's a fun show. Yeah. I think it's interesting. It's not, the thing is, right, it's not really about like rap, right? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like you have to be some big fan of hip the genre rap, yeah. even or the industry or anything to enjoy the show yeah it's not really what it's about no no it's, it's what it's about but it's not like you know that's the premise i don't know it's that's the setting the ve- that's the vehicle in yeah. which the story is delivered it's mostly about the characters and the relationship oh yeah but yeah we'll, so we'll, we'll mm-hmm. probably touch on this next week and week next week and then yeah we'll be continuing on throughout um, the season we'll see all right well that could take out of that into our final topic the mandalorian episode six sure um, chapter 22 the planet the dome what's it called i'm sure i'm sure i knew you definitely only did. moments ago only before <laughs> i opened my mouth and the it's gone forever you'll never you can never clue what it's called is it called the duchess it might be called the duchess we'll we'll bring it up but i'm um, about to find out listeners in real time well not in real time because you're this isn't live that's not how any of that works nope not at all you listen to this on monday but um maybe so following up on the events of last week we're going out. We're trying to find more Mandalorians. So the yeah. first natural conclusion is exactly what I called last week. I'm, I'm, I mean, undefeated. I'm like one for one, baby. Um, which was Casca Reeves and X Wolves, X Wolves, who are, you know, they're in last week, and now here they are, or they were in last season. I mean, and so they were the natural choice, and they were. So they have her <laughs> cruiser that she stole from off Gideon. They're just <laughs> using it. Still not sure how that worked exactly. I'm not. I'm not fully sure I understand what occurred there, where they were just like, "Well, we're gonna, we're just not gonna follow. You. We're gonna keep all this shit, and we're gonna stick together, but we're just kicking you, yeah, out." Wow, you hit the fucking curb, Bo-Katan. <laughs> See, Bo-Katan. But I evidently that's what occurred. Um, so they're being like mercenaries, like she said they were, and we first see them doing a job. Oh, it's called Guns for Hire. Oh, I was close. Uh, so we first see them doing a job where they hunt down this, or they're they're coming up with this Quarren ship, which is cool. Love seeing those ships, right? It's very reminiscent, obviously, of the Mon Cala ships because they live on the same planet. Same planet. Um, Leaders in a big tank of water. That's cool. Admiral Akbar talks about that a lot. He's always like, "I need, I need fucking water. <laughs> I'm so dry." It's like he has some point of view chapters in um, Aftermath, 
And he's always like, man, I could really use a bath, but there's too much shit to do. I got a war to win. I just want to take a bath. Is that so much ass? <laughs> kind of got to just sit in water for a bit. So it's cool that their ship is, uh, yeah, her pilot seat is like a water tank that can like retract down. But they're like, they're there to get up. Uh, Moncala Prince, who's who's run off with her, which is fun. It's a fun oh, yeah. little Romeo and Juliet type thing, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> the Moncala and the Quarren. Like, my love, I can't Forbidden love. Yeah, the love that can never be. So that's cool. Um, but they're just like, yeah, fuck all that. We're, you're coming with us. And they, and well, he does. Yeah. <laughs> they get him. He kind of kind of has no choice. And they're like, aren't you like, what, like honor? You're Mandalorians. Don't you live by like some kind of code? And they're like, nah. Not for money, money baby. Maybe that's Anything can code. be bought and sold for the right <laughs> price. That's the only thing I care about. And it's like, oh, geez, okay. So that's what they're up to. So that sets the stage for that. So Bo-Katan and Din are trying to find them, right? Mm-hmm. And they're on a planet whose name I can't remember. Something 17 or whatever the fuck. Uh, it's like, I think it's like Primar or something. Yeah, something to that effect. I'll bring it up here in a second. But they roll up there to see see what's what. And, um, well... We've fallen right into the classic Mandalorian plot, don't we? Yeah. Like, uh, to a T. And that's one That's one of my bigger issues with the episode. is isn't necessarily the actual content, but just like that. Well, I guess it's part of the content. But you know what I mean? Like, overall, I'm fine with it. It's just, why does it always follow this formula? Like, this is, and this is maybe the most Mandalorian, Mandalorian episode ever in that sense. In the history of all the Mandalorian right? episodes. It's like... I think we've talked about on the show, right? That that uh, TikTok that like yeah. went viral, or whatever, mm. or whatever. Where it's it's like every episode of The Mandalorian, and it's hey, stop. can you stop this? Can ba- you tell us where the Mandalorians are? No, you have to stop this <laughs> bandit monster gun for hire up in the mountains Who's stealing our Wi-Fi. Okay, and then, and then he goes and does it, and then oh no, baby Grogu ate a, ate the cheeseburger. <laughs> oh no, he ate the magic cheeseburger that saves us all from cancer. Hey, I did it. Okay, here's your next thing. I can go to the next thing. And go talk to Grief Karga at the beginning of the episode next week. All right, bye. <laughs> so this is exactly that to like a t- which is, it's it's a bit it's a bit much. They're yeah. like, oh, here we are. Oh, there's the people we need to talk to. Exactly there. Oh wait, before we do that, we need to do this other task for this other group. Oh jeez. Oh, and it leads to another task with another group. Oh, Even more. and uh, how much of the plot have we moved on? Hey, shut oh. the, why don't you shut the fuck up about it, huh? Who's asking? Yeah. Huh? So they were his name is X Wolves. That's a X wolves. Well, it's not wolves. with an L, so oh. it's not wolves. Literally, like Laser Wolf from Fiddler on the Roof. Kind of. You know the Japanese love Fiddler on the Roof. Really? I heard that they love it. They said it's a quintessential Japanese story. I've heard, and they love Fiddler on the Roof. Now I saw it on Reddit. Now why is it quintessentially Japanese? I don't know. I only read the headline. What about? I don't. Um, I'm yeah. not sure. I follow that part of it, but maybe they relate to like just like the. I don't. Plazar fifteen. Plazar fifteen. There you go. The only remaining direct democracy. The direct democracy, which is interesting. Like we'll talk about that. that later, I guess. Is that good? So we get here, and we're introduced to the new characters who need Bo-Katan and Din's help. To get the Wi-Fi back or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And who are they, Jack? But they um, Jack Black and Lizzo. Jack Black and Lizzo. Famed literally. actor and just famed Just musician. literally them. What do, what do you think about this? This was the source of a, of a good bit of discussion this week. Um, I think it's fine because they're just playing characters in a Star Wars thing. Yeah, it's almost like they're actors doing a bit of acting, right? And it's like, well, there's, but they're so famous. I, some my friends' roommate argued with me about this, and I said it's literally Star Wars. It's the biggest goddamn thing. But ever. Also, it's just it's literally a television show. Yeah, right. Regardless of any of that, like I don't. Yeah, and you and uh, the argument- do actors get so big that they can no longer work? I mean, I I certainly would say that they get to a you can get to like a certain level of fame as an actor. Certainly, where 
it's different. It's a different yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know, and and then maybe it affects the roles that you can do specifically or, or whatever types of things. But the idea that like because you're so famous, you can't what you cannot be in a thing anymore. That's weird. That doesn't yeah. make sense. I, and what is it? I've sort of one argument I had with someone. They were like, "Oh, well, you know, it's trying to get people to watch because of it." It's like, well, also they didn't advertise that they were in it, so that's not true. They didn't be like, "And come watch Lizzo," in, and they didn't put Lizzo in the trailer. No. So, like, they're not... They I mean, they posted on, like, their Twitter this yeah. week, which they always do after, like, they like on the Friday after the episode. They're like, here's a character poster. It's Lizzo. So, maybe... But, like, also, is that... Is that anything? No. It's not any... It's the... Jack Black... See, like, Jack Black and Lizzo are not necessary. I'm... You could say that about certain actors, potentially, even, maybe. Like, if Brad Pitt showed up in Star Wars. Maybe. I'd be like, holy shit. Get Brad. But, see, but, like, does Brad Pitt have, like, a fan base? I'm trying to think, like... If they put, like, fucking BTS or something in Star Wars, that would be the type of thing where it's, like, that would literally get eyes on in a big way. Oh, yeah. I don't know if Lizzo has the type of fan base, even. I don't know anything about her. But, like, are people who like Lizzo's music going to be like, well, I have to go watch Star Wars now, right? Yeah. I don't think so. That doesn't really... You didn't sing in this at all or rap in no. this or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what Same with Jack Black. Like, He's not like singing Jack this Black, either. But does he have, like, a big enough fan? Yeah. Is there a bunch of... Uh, what's his band? <laughs> uh, Tenacious D. Yeah, is there a bunch of tenacious defense? Are like, well, I have to watch the Mandalorian now. Probably not. Fans of his YouTube channel, Jablonski Games. Yeah, I don't think that's how any of that works. So they're just, yeah, they're just actors playing a role. They they're acting. They're inhabiting the character. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I personally don't fully get the idea of it takes me out of it because I don't know. They do in a. I mean, they're playing characters. They're not just like I'm Jack Black. Yeah. He's like, I'm uh, whatever he is, Captain whatever. Captain Bom- Bombardier. Bombardier. And you're like, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna pretend like he totally melts into the role and I can I cannot distinguish him. From, like, no, it's Jack Black. It's, okay? it's, he's, he's there in a beard and he's got a fun s- suit on. I guess all I'm saying is I don't care. Like, it just doesn't, it's yeah, it doesn't a problem for me. It doesn't affect, doesn't affect me. I, yeah. I don't care. Nice. So they need help, right? What do they help with? All their all their droids are being bad. They're like, we tried to we re we brainwashed them to make them good, and I personally oversaw it, but they're acting bad. Something's wrong. Help us, please. And you know, it's a little suspicious, Cindy, because he was a former Imperial, and the way they talk about it, maybe not a very good one. Like maybe like an actual ass to God, like Imperial guy who was doing some bad things, right? So bit suspicious, and they pr- they prinky promise us that he's like good now, but yeah. Well, he would say that, wouldn't he? He's, he loves his wife, who was the princess. To, to, which is conveniently allows him like tons of power in yeah. the army. So I don't, who's to say, Jack? Maybe we'll see. So they they start their they start their search here. They go down to meet the Ugnaughts, and they're not very receptive to Bo-Katan. Um, don't they meet Christopher Lloyd first? Oh, they do they? We'll see in a minute once we get there. Hold on. Oh, they can't. Yeah, they do Christopher okay, Lloyd first. You're right. They go and meet Christopher. The Lloyd thing, first. the reason they pick them is they're not allowed to have weapons in the city. Oh yeah, they have all these rules. Yeah, because of because of the new Democracy republic and the Republican. So it's like, why is, is this good? Because they can't have an army, and they're uh, and they're like peace officers. But can't, they somehow employ the they they employ them because of their religion. They the have like a loophole because they're like, well, weapons. No, what I'm saying, the outside Mandalorians, like those guys, are somehow working for them, right? Yeah, but I think because they're. They're not in. But they're not in the city. Yeah, so they're not. They don't like operate within it. They're outside. They, there's probably like a distance thing they have to follow or whatever. And yeah, they have rules about weapons, but because didn't Bo-Katan and Mandalorians, it's part of their religion on on religious grounds, which yeah. is pretty dope, pretty cool. Just packing, just like a, me for real, as a god or whatever. <laughs> they're Mandalorian god. Uh so yeah, they they conscript them to do it, and then they're like, well, then we'll help you out with your thing. Which again, 
That's the classic plot. So they visit Christopher Lloyd. He's in this. We knew he was in it. He's so goddamn old. I did not know he was in it. Oh, really? No. I probably forgot if you told me. This was leaked like like a, over a year ago. Oh. Gotta be. It was like a long while back. It was like Christopher Lloyd's going to be in The Mandalorian Season 3. People, And of course, rampant speculation. Yeah. He was probably a Jedi or a Mandalorian or a, I don't know, whatever. Turns out he's just like a- uh, He's got huge ears. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, good God. Dumbo-esque ears. Turns out he's this actually my, just this a- This my favorite when he drives it into the wall. <laughs> I love this. It's so funny. <laughs> it, is, it is a fun little montage of all the droids acting up. Um, but turns out he's a- what? What is he? What would you call him? Security guy? Yeah, he's like a security advisor. He's like the head guy. Yeah, he's like the head of... Yeah, that might be exactly what he is. He's like the director of security or whatever. Um, So he's like, oh, it's all freaky. And um, we learn that they they can't just turn all the droids off because of their direct democracy system. All the people are lazy assholes, and they refuse. So they all just vote. We'll just keep going anyways, how about? Yeah, and and he's a big red button that's like, this is the button that shuts down all the droids. I... But Promise. I can't push it because they all vote. And again, that's a direct democracy, which I don't know what that's good for. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't really expand. They, they, you know, they don't tell them too much, but it's kind of just like, are, is democracy good? <laughs> is, is is everyone having a voice good? It's like, I think so. <laughs> what are you trying to apply here, boys? Chris Verlund, what are you trying to I mean, to I guess it's me? flawed. Like, I guess maybe it's, maybe it's too far. Direct democracy can be flawed, but I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But then they get down to meet the Ognauts, and they're not very receptive to to um Bo-Katan. but then um being worldly like he is remembers his good friend Kuil. and oh uh you know rip pouring out yeah pouring out for the homie he was a good one he really went out you know like a g like a real g and um he's like i'm gonna do Kuil. i've spoken and they're like oh well, you said the thing well you've spoken so we hear, you, we hear you we we, we you're spitting you're spitting hold on let him cook so he uses his you know diplomatic skills and his knowledge of the ugnots to get the info they need yeah Onto the next one, and and so begins our. Uh, it's it's really it's a bit of a bit of a detective caper, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Bit of a neo neo noir type beat, huh? Oh yeah, very neo. Almost uh, almost neo. Blade Runner. You mean very noir? Or? Uh, very neo is in like they're in the future. <laughs> it's like Blade Runner, I guess. But like silly Blade Runner. Like yeah, Blade it's Runner silly Blade Runner. Bit of a silly. It's a bit of silly Blade Runner. Yeah, especially when they just it's kicking droids. That's <laughs> that's fun. But yeah, it's it's like a detective thing. This whole episode mm-hmm. turns out to be, huh? Yeah, they they become detectives. Like a couple of gumshoes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so they go around and they're like, "Hmm, droids are gonna go off probably here." He told us because of how the program is working out. Uh, so they go to the docks where uh, a battle droid is just like, "Hey, I'm the foreman of the docks. It's me, the battle droid." All the fun. Su- it's Matthew Wood. He's doing it. Yeah, he's all doing the, the thing. I love it. All the super battle droids are running it, and Bo-Katan's talking to the droid, and he's like, "I promise you, we had them updated. They're they're clean as a whistle." Hey, okay. And then Dennis starts kicking the shit out of him. Just starts kicking him. So what do you think about Den in this episode? He's kind of playing. He's kind of playing bad cop. I guess he's and playing- being droid racist. So what do you think it is? You think it's? I think he's a little droid racist still. We've always known that about him, right? But it was something we kind of thought that he'd move past. I think it's because he's the droids who killed his family. I think so too. I, I, I that was a justification I kind of saw, and I think it works in, in like a yeah, in, in a real like in, in a meta sense, and for the purposes of the episode, because it's like yeah, it is kind of weird because it, it seemed to be something that he had moved past as a character. Mm-hmm between season one and, and even like with our five this season and stuff that it seemed like he was cool with it like and he wasn't all just like oh i hate droids um but in this episode he regressed a little i i'd say but i do think it is understandable in the context right yeah it's not like a 
you know, plot hole. I saw people were saying this is a plot hole, Jack. So they chase, they, they go on a chase with the super battle droid who's like all big and swole because that's how they look. And so yeah. it's actually strong and like is able to chuck shit around and it's, it sprints very quickly. And I saw people say that this was a plot hole because they can't run in the prequels. It's not a plot hole. It's not a plot hole. That's not, that Nobody knows anything. what a plot hole is. I don't think so either. Because sometimes people will say, here's a plot hole, and then they'll describe a thing that didn't happen in the movie. It's like, that's a plot hole. It's like, you described a whole scene that was not written. What are you talking about? I hate it. People don't know, again, media literacy, they don't know what the words mean. I'm talking about like concepts that weren't, I saw something, some series, I was like, they're like, this person did a thing, and they only did it one time, and never did it again. It's like, well, they, they only need to do it once. They only do it every fucking time, man. I don't know. But yeah, they can, who cares if they run? They run now? I don't well, know. Also, what, what is that a, is that a plot hole for this show? Or are you saying it retroactively makes it a plot hole in Star Wars? The, the, the prequels. Yeah. Or the promos or whatever. That like, so the plot hole is they they shouldn't be able to run because they never did before. Or the plot hole is, hey, if they can run here, why couldn't they run there? Again, neither of those are really plot holes. Also, the we know these droids are all custom. and like Yeah. The Ugnaughts yeah. are modifying them. And whoever else is messing with the nanite things. So, whatever. It's a dumb argument. But, yeah, he yeah. does. Um, I mean, he absolutely tackles that fucking battle droid, and that's pretty fun. No, he checks it right over. Uh, I thought it was listening when the battle droid knocks over the stuff and Din jumps over it, and then Bo-Katan jetpacks yeah, right over. Cool. It's like, just jump. Uh, then, they, then they're like, huh, this guy's got a tag for a droid bar. And they go to a droid bar. Very droid fun. Bar. I was, I was loved it trailer, so much. The I, droid bar. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to the droid bar? You remember? I, I do. Um. Yeah, it's a good time. I loved it. Um, it's fun. It's kind of an inverse of the cantina, right? Yeah. Because they walk in and they're like, we don't really serve your kind here. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We ain't got anything that you want. They like really kill the, they really kill the mood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's, oh, yeah, HK47, uh, the droid from the Old Republic, he, he calls them he calls them, uh, organics meat bags. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that one, the crab. TLC three people tries to leave and he's like nobody leaves. I, nobody gets. It. This is what I mean. This is like when he it really ramps up a bit. He's telling dope. Uh, dope. He's telling Bo-Katan that like you can't trust a droid and shit. It's like Din, are you are you all right, man? Why you chill? What's wrong with you, bro? You're being you're being kind of rude, dude. He's like they don't. You can't. You can never trust a droid to do anything. They're all killers or whatever. And it's like whoa, whoa. You need to slow down. Which is actually the backstory for the guy in the cantina. You know. Oh, really? He's got, like, the same backstory as Din Djarin, where, like, droids killed his parents in the war, and that's why he doesn't <laughs> let him in his car. That's funny. Um, but so they're like, what is, what's the meaning of this? And he kind of explains them, like, well, it's a it's a droid bar, so they actually just come here to, like, drink oil or whatever the hell. Yeah, to keep them to keep them parts loose. Yeah, it's got some nice, refreshing... Uh, Nanites. That's not what they actually call them. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. But they have little, like, microbots? What the fuck they call them? Something dumb. Um, that are in the in the oil... That uh, are supposed to like help you out. Yeah, it's nephilim or something. Or uh, sub particles. That's what they call them. So these little sub particles. So they get like a sample from him, right? And they take that to the lab. Or no, they 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 don't get the sample. They get they, another droid morgue. Yeah, it's fun. Fun that yeah. they have a droid morgue. Yeah, he he tells them about the oil stuff. So mm-hmm. then they're able to go to the morgue and get the oil out of the one of the. the I think the one they just killed, right? Yeah, and then the. The lab tech person is able to examine that, and they find just writing on it on the inside of it, mm-hmm. and it it says what uh, where they're from, which turns out to be about to find out that they're able to uh, track it back to Christopher to Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd himself. He, he illegally ordered it, and it's not government. They go and confront him. 
And then it turns out that that big red... like, hey, we figured it out. Yeah, he's like, mm, well, I worked for Count Dooku. <laughs> he's like, you got me. <laughs> Fuck it, who cares? I'm old. I'm old as shit. Uh, yeah, it was me. I, I made them all do that. I was trying to disrupt it so that they would know that droids are bad? Yeah, they don't want to Just to cause them. chaos? I don't yeah. Quite clear, because his whole thing is that, like, he doesn't care much for Bombardier, right? Yeah, he thinks he's an idiot. He, or, like, an Imperial? Well, he is an Imperial. He was an Imperial. Like, yeah, he thinks he's an idiot. He's probably not worthy. He's probably probably a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But so, I don't I don't know. He doesn't seem to be a great guy. I mean, that's, that's kind of the long and short of it, right? Yeah. His, his button doesn't actually turn them off. It just turns them back into battle droids or converts them back. Which would mean that it would just, like, it would just be chaos, right? Yeah. It would just like they would just start slaughtering everyone, I guess. Um, but yeah, the stuff, yeah, the stuff on Christopher Lloyd. I mean, it's not a cool, not a cool move on his part. Yeah, I like how he says "subject" is a pejorative term, and he's like, "I love Count Dooku. He's great." The Jedi stopped him. Oh, they only didn't stop him. Separatist, I suppose, is by definition a pejorative. It's not that I guess the only term they used. What did they call? They called themselves the CIS, the Confederacy of Independent Systems. So. They were Confederates, <laughs> I guess. God bless. So they were even. Wait, but they're the. But they're not the bad guys. Well, they are. They're also led by the Sith Lords. So at the worst, they're just as. At the best, they're just as bad. They're That's just the as people bad. don't understand. Whatever. Most people. Uh, you tell me, the same group of people who love money in the Star Wars universe would have a similar name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Group of people. Yeah, you know where I'm going. Yeah, the corporations that are just trying to protect their capital. Are the same? Are, are like the same group of people in American history who only cared about money over human lives? Hmm. I I think that argument could be made. Who'd have thought? But no, 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 nothing in my Star Wars. Um, speaking of nothing in your Star Wars, um, so we have to go back and and meet Lizzo and Jack, Jack Black. Black. They play and they're a, playing a game, which is and um, lots of people also had a problem with this. Not, not in their Star Wars, you know. Huh. I just think it's funny to think about the fact that all of this is like CGI and there's nothing happening. You don't think so? I think this could be real. I I think, I think the I think the things could be real. I think the thing and there's like light sound effects, but I just like the I, I always think it's it always tickles me a little bit to like think of these scenes where it's like they're like empty rooms and like it's not as filled in obviously because it's on post. I doubt maybe the stuff behind them like that this yeah. big room. I doubt they have all this big shit going on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the the the, the hoopy things. Yeah, the, the physical hoops. Maybe like the things in the middle, like yeah, the yeah, lights, exactly. are probably different. But like, so did this didn't this didn't ruin Star Wars for you? No, of course That's not. How deep, how far Star Wars has fallen because, uh, it, they're playing a game. They're playing. They're playing. A game. I don't know. It's like thirty seconds of like a little world building thing. Like, oh look at this is a game you can play in Star Wars, and they're playing it when we got there. What's wrong with that? What's they're, why is that an issue? They're playing a game with the baby, and yeah, Grogu helps because he's he's a little scamp. Yeah, mischievous little kid. So he helps him win, even though he probably shouldn't have. Oh, didn't have a word with him. But he's who can stay mad, right? Oh, he's too cute. And they're like, "Oh my god, you did it!" And he's she's like, "Yeah, I'm so sorry about this, Queen Lizzo. I was uh, I really like you a lot, but I'm sorry." We bring back the old uh, Karak calling this stiffling slimy, which is what Cad Bane says to Boba Fett. The classic Star Boba Wars Fett. bullshit. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, he's all like, "I hate your husband. I guess it should have been me." I don't know. Is that kind of his idea? He's like, I hate, again, I hate the Empire. I hate everyone. I hate the Republic. He sucks. Yeah. Again, he seems like such a, I mean, he seems like such a Jack Black of a guy that you really wonder if he ever actually did anything in the Empire or not. But, but that's that's the nicest way. Maybe that's how they get you. Yeah. Cue the book. Cue the sequel series, Jack, or the, or the spinoff. 
movie, a comic book, which is the Adventures of Captain Bombardier, but he's, he's just the, the worst. He's just the worst. He's, he's just doing seen. like the, he's just like the most. He's like he's like Doctor Hemlock and that that horrible man from Andor with the dying oh, yeah. children voices, and but, he's also like uh, Tarkin, I guess, and, Krennic, and a little bit of Thrawn, maybe a little bit of Thrawn. Yeah, he's just a, he's just doing it all, and Hitler for good measure. He's got a Hitler <laughs> oh, mustache geez. in this. He also runs the Wookiee prison camp. Or yeah, he's maybe, great maybe. friends with Trandoshans. And they give him um, the keys to the city, like, the keys to like city. he's Spider-Man cut, or something. I guess, yeah, for the fun of it. Oh, you stopped corruption? Here's the key. What are they going to do with that? And then he knights Grogu with a, a, just a regular sword. How so, do you like that? I like the regular metal sword. I don't know why Grogu gets to be a knight or whatever he gets he becomes, but like that's cool, He's I guess. really racking up things. He's a Mandalorian and he's, yeah, a, he's Jedi. a Jedi. And he's a Mandalorian and he's a knight now just because, just for the hell of it. That's cool, I guess. That's what you get for being just nice and cute, I suppose. Yeah, being a little baby, you'll just get... Trinket's thrown at you. Yeah, just thrown at you. So then they leave the city, and they're like, let's go talk to Axe Wolves. Wolves. Whatever. Is it good? They, they, they did their little tasks, so they get to do the thing they actually yeah, came they get for. Yeah, they get the plot for the last five minutes, and they all get there, and they're like, book a tank, get the She's fuck like, let's out Let's team up. Here. Come on. All the Mandalorians should be together. And they're like, we hate you, remember? You suck. You've never we done turned it. on you so quickly with such, such like, lack of loyalty. <laughs> you are terrible. So forcefully, we all hate you now. You've never don't done you anything remember? right in this whole series. You've no franchise. You've never done anything Man, right. I don't even know what changed. Because she went from not having the Darksaber to still not having it, and they were like, this and, is the final straw. And joining the cult. She was like, fellas, no, don't worry. Now I joined the cult. And there. I mean, I don't know why they left her to begin oh, with. Oh, to begin with? I, don't, yeah. I still don't know what the exact... Uh, she says they melted away because she didn't get the Darksaber, right? Oh, yeah. So they're like... Which is weird. Again, I mean, people have pointed this out about this show, but that, that premise is weird because you don't... Like they didn't throughout the Clone Wars, it's never mentioned as like you need the dark saber to rule. It doesn't mm-hmm. really come up like that. No. So this idea, and then and then also after Rebels, this show seems to introduce the idea that you need to win it, which also wasn't present in that show. So you can't talk about it in Rebels. You don't have to, but you don't need to win the dark saber to be. Say that. Yeah, but like Sabine's mom. She says just, that. but she just gives it to oh, her she, at the end. Yeah, but isn't that why she? Isn't that why they say she loses because she doesn't actually win it or something? I don't know. It's, it's difficult to say. That's true. It's what I'm. What I'm getting at here is that it's slightly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Which what you're alluding to there is that I finally got you to watch some Rebels. We we watched all the basically all the Mandalorian episodes of yeah. Rebels. There's like a good six of them um, that are all about the Mandalorian stuff, and we watched them. And uh, basically, the reason I was so interested. Um, and having you see it because I wanted to talk about it because it's so so similar to what happens in this episode that it's it's I don't know I don't I didn't care for it basically personally um yeah and it's not the worst thing in the world but I it did stand out to me and, and it I, stood out to me once I finished it I was like hmm this seems exactly what just happened in the Mandalorian episode I watched like two days ago I don't know what to I don't know how to feel about that personally mm. my general my my first thought is and this happens a lot with various types of the star wars media where it's like okay we're redoing this for a larger audience right Mm -hmm. more or less is the idea and so it's like well we're kind of retreading the same ground but it's okay because not everyone watching the mandalorian has seen rebels and i get that to a certain extent but i also think at some point shouldn't you be like committing to your own thing yeah you know what i mean like like Mm -hmm. like whatever you'd call it but if you don't have faith enough in your own show that people are going to watch it, then, like, what's... Why should I watch it? Yeah, what the hell? I, like, I just don't get this idea that we need to pander to the lowest common denominator at every point, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, the only things that are of real real significance are the movies and the live-action TV shows, and everything else is kind of second-rate and yeah. can be swept aside at any point. Not that that's literally what's happening here. It's not, you know, 
this isn't a retcon strictly speaking and uh you know i'm I'm not as passionate about it as some other people i know a lot of people have been getting really worked up about that lately with some of the retcons and things they've done but i do think it's a little weird because it does feel like they're retreading the same ground for a different show yeah it's yeah so she fights i don't know it's like i just don't like why why are they doing it so similar blatantly yeah it's it's very strange because it feels like the middle thing just didn't happen. Whatever happened in between these things just it was just like didn't matter. Just... And what we that is basically in Rebels, Sabine has the dark saber, tries to give it to her, and she's very reluctant about it because her thing is, I ruled Mandalore briefly during the Clone Wars, and I fucked up, I bungled it real bad. So I don't, I don't have the confidence in myself to do it again. And then they get her there by the end of it, right? Yeah. And she's like, okay, I will lead Mandalore, and then she does. Cool. But then we know that the Mandalorian purge happened, where the Empire showed up and fucked everything up. Glassed the shit out of them. While she was also in charge of the planet. So now she's done that again. But now she's once again, for like the third time now, assuming rule. And I was like, okay, I will do it. And it's just, it's weird. I don't know what to take from all that. Other than, you're not really supposed to think about it, because the assumption is that most people are seeing this for the first time. Yeah. Which, again, it just doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. But it's, it's kind of the only thing that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Especially when you're talking about, like, th- just think about it. This is Bo-Katan, right? A character who was created in the Clone Wars. Who, one of the only other, th- only other things she's ever appeared in being Rebel. Rebels. Yeah, so it's one of three things she's in. And every single one, she does the same thing. It's weird, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. Because it's like, what do we, what, what is... Again, is it really like, well, there's kind of different audiences at play here. I don't know. I think at a certain point, you just have to have people watch the other things or not. And that's up to them. That's mm. more or less what, you know, the Marvel model has become, right? Yeah, for sure. I think they've gotten less and less handholdy as we go on. But this trend of like, oh, we're going to do the canon comic just again in the Bad Batch just because, well, well, people can't be expected to read the bad the comic, right? Yeah. No one really reads the comics. And that's, that's kind of... Again, to an extent, feels like what's happened here, and I don't, I don't love it. And it just, yeah, it's it's boring to do the same thing again. Surely, yeah. right? Is it not? Am I crazy? Uh, no, I, I agree. And even without knowing that, um, he that knowing that like they repeat it in Rebels, I wasn't crazy about the development just from a even if it was a unique story. Like the only time it's ever done it, because like, why are we giving it to Bo-Katan? Why just didn't think that? I feel like we're not. Where are we going, really, is Again, the answer. she's kind of like a perpetual failure yeah. to a certain extent. And, like, I like, don't get me wrong, I like her character. I'm not, this isn't an indictment of, of like, the character or the performance or anything. And, but just in-universe, that's the way she's been. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying she couldn't improve or change or evolve as a character, of course. I'm just saying, as it stands, there isn't a great reason for the characters to trust her with this and just be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And again, it's just like so blatant of like, she does a little speech and then she's got the Darksaber now. It's just, it's so weird. But the basically the revelation here is that she beats him up, but then they're like, well, why do we care? Fuck you, right? Yeah. That's not enough. What do we care anyways? This dipshit over here has the Darksaber still. So what are you, what are you, what even are you? What are you, chop liver? Mm-hmm. And Din's like, actually, I got a, I got some truth to drop on you. Let me amend this. She, I got beaten. She took the, and then we beat me to the dark saber. She beat that enemy so transitive property. She gets a dark saber. It's like the end of the Deathly Hollows. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's what it is. Literally, it's like actually I beat up Draco, so I'm the wielder of the Elder Wand. It's like wait, what the fuck? What? Oh no! Oh. Yeah, I actually got rid of Dumbledore, so I beat him. So you didn't, and you get it. 
Yeah. Um, and so it's like, why didn't you do that earlier? Was he waiting for dramatic effect for a good moment? Yeah. I mean, Din's kind of a weirdo. Who doesn't know He's how to kind do. of a weirdo, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. But I personally, Jack, I don't love this. And it's not because I don't want Bo-Katan to succeed or anything. And and um, Rick, Rick from you this week, and maybe at Celebration or not, I'm not positive, but he said that the idea is, at this point, that it truly has um, evolved to the point where the titular Mandalorian isn't just Bo-Katan. They have, like, that is directly their intention, even, which is something we've, like, speculated upon yeah. before, right? So I get that Bo-Katan can have her moments and stuff. I'm I'm not one of the people who's upset about, like, Din not getting as much to do or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But strictly speaking, I do think that the Darksaber was representing an interesting, like, character opportunity for him and that it's this tangible, like, reflection of his flaws and his, like, growth. Yeah. Where he still is having struggle, struggles, difficulty, whatever, wielding the saber, and that was going to be something he was going to be able to work on and like develop until that was no longer the case. Yeah. And so for him to just be like, "All right, I'm done with it," without ever having like Tiny's... succeeded at that, I don't know. It feels kind of cheap. Yeah, it feels like we didn't because he's like it's heavy for him. It's like well, why doesn't he? And in this episode, it shows him to be more competent in situations than Bo-Katan like it shows that in when they work together they can get more done yeah which plays into what you're talking about of them leading different sides of it like they're two sides of the same coin which would be cool I guess and that could still be what we're going towards but like like yeah like you said or I said we, we, that's what, we're, what, I was, what I meant is that like he's clearly shown to be the more diplomatic of them the more like traveled and like worldly and, yeah. and able to bring people together and that is something that he's shown consistently throughout this show actually yeah. which is funny for a guy who grew up in a cult basically yeah, and does not talk to people is that he actually really does right like he does it with the tuscans he does it with the jawas like he's actually capable of of you know interacting with and getting along with all these like diverse groups across the galaxy mm. some of which are weird and of themselves right like tuscans are I imagine usually pretty hard to get along with, and, but he rolls up and he's just like, "Hey, fellows, what's up? How you doing?" Yeah, he can talk. He can speak their language. Yeah. He understands them. He get him and he bridges. And he like he's a mediator. Whether he realizes it or not, I think he'd probably be a good leader. And like, but what we've been saying all along is just we figured it was just a reluctant thing because that's a lot of the times what heroes are. They're yeah. reluctant heroes until they're not, and they got to do it. Mm. But the idea that he was this reluctant hero and like struggled with doing it, and then they were just like, "Okay, well, yeah, you don't actually." <laughs> they don't even worry about it. We don't even worry about it. Yeah, you're good. We got Bo-Katan. That's I don't know. I don't know, man. And again, it's nothing against Bo-Katan or her character. It just feels like this isn't the way to go about it. Yeah, it's again. It feels like we're leaving a lot on the table for his character. Yeah, especially right at the end of the season. We got two episodes left. Well, and Jack, that's the crux of this all. I feel. Yeah. So. Overall, I would say we were pretty positive on this one, right? I yeah. had a good time with this episode. I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it all the way through. I'd say till probably right here at the end. But like the like the detective aspect of kicking it, kicking droid, fun. droid That's bar. Cool. Yeah, the droid bar. It's all it's quirky. It's fun. It's cool. Whatever. Star Wars fun time. It's the Star Wars fun time, which was a, a big consensus of it. But another big consensus consensus I also saw this week was this is episode six of our eight episode season and we still have that sort of listless quality to it. Now, the end here seems to kind of drive home some more of the, the main plot stuff. But overall, it's it's been a weird viable season. And that's where all this discourse comes in that I have accrued a bit of. Let's go. I don't know how much of it I'll, I'll actually relay, but get some choice ones here. So 
a, a big theme this week is the idea that, oh, this was just a fun episode. If you didn't like it or if you're complaining, you must be like, you're a big loser. Big no? grump of a man, right? Yeah. And that's something I don't necessarily agree with um, for a couple reasons. It ties back into partially the thing I said we talk about Mario. Because this is like, oh, it's Star Wars. It's just fun and goofy and it's for kids and you just turn their brain off. I don't like that. I never like that. The idea that like, oh, if you just let out your inner kid, you should just be having fun. If you're not having fun, that's a you problem. First of all, I, people can't help what they like. Like, yeah. As long as you're not an asshole about it, there's no, there's no reason you can't dislike a thing and just be cool about that. And that's that's just what it is, right? Mm. And yeah, the other thing is like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't like the idea that oh, it's for kids or it's dumb or like that. Those are the same. That like being for kids means it has, it's dumb and simple and whatever. Mm. That doesn't. That's not. That that's not cool. No, I agree. So and yeah. Listen. Doesn't really hold water for me. The idea that like it's being simple and dumb, and I'm not even saying this episode is that. I've just saw that quite a bit. It's like, oh, it's just fun, and that's fine. But it, in the same vein of that is like, but if I didn't find it fun, then it wasn't good, right? Yeah. If those things, because both things have to be equal, right? It's got to be both or or neither kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you can say, oh, this episode wasn't bad because I had fun with it. Well, if I didn't have any fun, then what does that make it? <laughs> yeah, just because you had fun doesn't mean I have to have fun or share that. Opinion. Or I'm doing anything wrong. If I, again, you can't help if you enjoyed it or not. Like, yeah. As long as you're not being a dink. If I'm just, if you're just kind of calmly stating like, yeah, I didn't really, this one didn't do it for me. I mean, that that should be. That's all you really can do. That should be a fine opinion to have. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw someone say, uh, "This is the most Star Wars episode of Star Wars that ever did Star War." That feels a bit much. That's like, a bit going over the top. Like to me, detective noir stuff isn't very Star Warsy. No, like, it it's showed up before. I guess the idea that like Star Wars can be all of this different kind of goofy, disparate stuff. things, yeah. you know, that resonates with me. But again, the fact, the idea that this is like the most Star Warsy on brand Star Wars thing you've ever seen doesn't really make sense. He says, "Did it move the plot a lot? Not really. Was it absurd and hilarious and beyond over the top with everything? Oh my God, yes, loved it. Which yeah, again, yeah. if you're into it, that's cool. Um." This person bringing up the whole, uh, I don't understand the idea that Din is the only in titular Mandalorian, which we just talked about. And again, I've said before, like, I thought at one point they were going to fully embrace that and, like, play up the different characters. Like, even to, like, a Boba Fett season, which I still think is kind of, it's a little bit what happened. Yeah. So they wanted and they backed out. They wanted um, the cake. So this guy, he's called Akiro at the first Akiro. He's he had a pretty good take on this he said the mandalorian has been at war with itself since season two if it wanted to be episodic or serial if it wanted to be self-contained or heavily connected mando season three feels like it's the end result of trying to do too much at the same time no hate though and i think this guy is really kind of has the right idea about it because you have people arguing back and forth basically about whether or not things should be happening or it should just be a fun adventure week to week. And I think the problem is is that the show doesn't really know. Like, he yeah. really nailed it. It's like, the show puts both kind of ideas out there. So when you try to tell people, like, oh, you're wrong for, like, you are holding the show to unfair um, standards when you say, hey, I want these, like, larger overarching plots to be, you know, dealt with, right? Mm. And you basically get people going, like, well, who told, like, you shouldn't be expecting that from this show. Because it's just fun, goofy adventures. It's just, you know, week to week. You know, Creature of the Week kind of Rogu and Mando going on separate adventures all the time. And it's like, yeah, it was that. And then it stopped. But it's expanded, right? The introduction of all these, like, plot threads and things have kind of changed what it's fair to expect out of the show. And when you keep touching upon these things, people are expecting you to keep touching on them, I think. Like, you can't only do, like, oh, here's a big reveal at the end of the episode, and then we do Lizzo Planet. Which right. black. It's like, well, hold on. 
I think this could be partially chalked up to. Do you remember like the the Rangers the New Republic show? Yes. They were gonna do, and that's been canceled or whatever. And like they've said that they were gonna fold it into this. And I think maybe episodes like this, maybe or last episode, or um, actually, I, not this episode. I'm saying like last episode, the episode three, the one where it was mm. all the other thing. I feel like those are maybe Hold examples of that. Exactly. And so you have this thing where we have entire episodes at times dedicated to these other outside plots. And so that's why people are going to expect that from this show. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, and then the next episode, we're just back to like a completely disjointed Mando thing. Well, I think that's when people start to get confused because you're not really giving anyone exactly what they want. Unless the only thing you want is to see Star Wars on your TV screen, which is I mean, if that's all you're into, that's fine. But I also, again, I think it's fair for people to be like, I don't really understand what this show is going for, and it's making it harder to fully, you know, yeah. enjoy this season. And again, that's the thing that we've been talking about all season long. Is like, is this going for something bigger or not? Um, someone said, I don't stand criticism of the season that things aren't happening or no story because episodes are one thing and there isn't a specific serialized quest. You tune in once a week, there's Star Wars stuff. That's what a TV show is. And the Steel Wars is a good podcast. His own podcast, Steel Wars. Steel Saunders, he's an Australian comedian guy. Like we alluded to earlier. Um, he says, well, if you're just watching for Star Wars stuff, it makes sense you wouldn't understand the criticism. Yeah. Which is fair. That's, to me, that's nothing. To just be like, well, it has Star Wars. So shut up and just watch it, babies. It's like, well, hold on. I want to watch The Mandalorian. I don't watch a thing because, like, oh, I want to watch a cowboy thing, regardless of the quality of that thing. Yeah. This guy says, um, you don't enjoy watching people have playtime with their Star Wars toys? Who needs a plot or depth? And we have the Rocky and Bullwinkle Star Wars shows coming on each week. Which I think is perhaps putting it <laughs> a, little too harsh, a bit too strongly, but I kind of understand what's that, going yeah, on. There's the kernels of truth there. Um, this guy says, to those complaining about this episode, this has always been the vibe of the show. From day one, they have been after the silly pulp adventure feel. If you want something more serious, that's exactly what Ander was. Star Wars has different flavors now, and that's for the best. I more or less agree with him, but again... The problem is that it's also been dealing with these other vibes. Yeah. To say, this is what the show's always been and always should be, and, and this is the only thing you should expect out of it, does not hold water when we have something like episode three of this season, which was a complete departure, like pretty much front to, to back. Yeah. And even the stuff with the, like, um, the pirate episode when he goes to, uh, what is it, Coruscant, and like, and the only time that lady comes back, it's like, well, that clearly was could have been something else entirely. Mm-hmm. And we have, like this guy, uh, worked out what the problem is with The Mandalorian Season 3. People know, don't don't know how to bloody enjoy themselves. And it's like, again, that's really the only thing you're going to say? It's like, I enjoyed it, so if you didn't enjoy it, you must be a stick in the mud? You like, must, come on, yeah, that's, no, that's nothing. That's, not a, that's nothing, yeah. right? Um, Eckhart's Ladder, who's a guy I always reference, he's great. He says, I actually enjoyed The Mando episode. A lot like The Clone Wars, didn't mind the celeb cameos. Just a weird choice for Episode 6 of 8. Thought the end reveal was pretty obvious after Episode 1. Um, so I guess he's getting that, like, that he always kind of thought um, Bo-Katan would end up leading them, which could be. I get yeah. that. Um, but yeah, he's definitely right, and I, I agree with the whole, like, six of eight thing. If you compare where we were at with episode six in the previous seasons, it was, I don't know, I feel like more had been uh, accomplished, concluded. Mm. Um, and responding to the, oh, people don't know how to just enjoy themselves, there's a couple of people saying, like, uh, this is a bad way to enjoy media slash projects you're basically just saying just take it and don't speak your mind which is the thing we've talked about before with various things of like yeah i never have been on board for that no not at all even us the biggest shills you've ever seen or whatever we love shilling watch every star wars thing love it 
I consume more Star Wars media than just about anyone around. Should legally consume. Yeah, reasonably speaking, almost surely. But even I'm not just going to be like, well, it's there, isn't it? Just enjoy it. That's so weird. Like, that's such a, that is such a bizarre mentality I'll never understand. Yeah. Applies to the, all the, the movies and the shows we watch. It applies to the freaking Lego sets I buy or whatever. Like, there's some people who have that same mentality. Like, oh, come on. It's it's a good looking set. Can't you just enjoy it? And it's like, well, it is a thing you're spending your money on. Yeah, you can be critical You're allowed to it. be critical of it. That's, that's capitalism. Exactly. That's you, you, this is the problem, Jack. They want us to have, they want to have their cake and eat it too, these capital owners. They say, listen, you're supposed to buy the thing and not even be critical of it. What are you tell me? You don't want to, li- you complaining about society? Hold on, buddy. You're living You're participating in it. in it, aren't you? So who's being the hypocrite now? It's like, no, yeah. This is a service where I'm paying for this. Like, it's not my fucking privilege to watch this show every week. Like, I'm not going to be bowing on my knees just because, oh, we get Star Wars TV show every week. Because Kathleen Kennedy graced me with. Like, I give them money for this. Yeah. I pay them so that I can watch this. So it's a product that they're giving me. It's, it's, it's all. It's give and take. It's only up and up. There's no, like, no charity involved, really. Yeah. Um, this guy's, you've dumbed down what other, what you think people's opinions are while ignoring others. This season has no flow. Tonally, it's all over the place. And that's, to me, that's what it comes down to, is you can't tell me that, oh, the Mandalorian's always been goofy, so what's the problem? The problem is this season hasn't always been goofy, so it needs to decide. Yeah, what it wants to be. Again, I don't, I just, it's weird to me that people haven't, like, picked up on that. Like, the show itself is given off mixed signals, and that's why you're having these mixed reactions. Because mm-hmm. some people are cool with just doing the whole episode of the week type thing, but when the show is setting up all these ideas that they're not then following through on, that's what gets frustrating and confusing for people. Yeah, it's like, well, what's even the point of this? Because, again, we only got two more left. And, like, maybe it's going to do a great job of wrapping it all up. Maybe each of us will be an hour and a half long to really hammer yeah, it. and, I mean, maybe it'll do that thing where then in retrospect we're like, well, I guess the season was pretty good because the end was good. But I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to be inclined to think that some of these are bad choices. Kind of duds. I'd rather just not have to have that thought. That's the thing, right? I don't need to, I shouldn't have to retroactively piece together an enjoyment. I should be like, it's, I like it mm-hmm. for most of the Again, way. We're, we're, I would say we're mostly on the trains thus far of, of enjoying every episode, right? Have we not? I yeah. mean, I mean, I've, I've had a good time all the way through. I would say that that's how I would characterize our experience with it, but we're still, it's not that flaw. Have these criticism. Yeah. To just be like, well, you just have to like it. If you, if you just like it, you wouldn't even think. It's like, no, I don't know. We, we can enjoy it and also, be critical of I have these little criticism and things. Um, this person, and again, this is not the mentality like, uh, must the Mandalorian season three be good? Is it not enough that I'm having fun with Bo Katan and her little character arc while Din stands around because he has nothing to do, but by God, is he her bestie? It's like, that's fun enough. That's what you're getting out of it. That's cool. But what is that? What is that? Right? That's nothing. You're saying it doesn't have to be good because I'm enjoying it. That's fine. But other people are allowed to not think it's good. Yeah. Like, again, by that very logic, that means if someone else isn't enjoying it as much as you, it must not be as good as you think it is yeah, in uh, their mind. Like, oh, man. Um, this is just a fun dichotomy of it all with this week. Uh, someone said, okay, I adore this episode. And then right under them in the timeline is, what the fuck did we just watch? There's <laughs> um, a tweet where Grogu using the force to help Duchess Lizza win her game was so sweet. I love him. And it's a little gif. And then someone just says, dude, what the hell is this show about? <laughs> Which I, you know, he's not, he's not, he's got, he's got the spirit of it. I think. Uh, this Okira guy comes in with a pretty hot take that the Mandalorian should have ended in season two. Let Boba and Bo-Katan have their spinoffs. Din can even be in them. Characters can live on in their shows, but stories do not. E- uh, stories do need endings, and this goodbye was the perfect end of the Mandalorian. I don't know. I still got thoughts about that, Jay. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, 
I think there's a non-zero chance that it's like a mar- merchandising conspiracy. That they I were def- gonna leave him off, and then someone was like, "You are you kidding me, John? We're, we're, you think you're gonna? You think you're not gonna have him in the show? He prints money. Bring him back. I don't give a shit. Bring the child back. He makes so much goddamn money for us. Um, Echo Slater had a funny tweet, not super related to the discourse, but he just said, "Take Mandalor back from whom? No one else seems interested. Yeah. <laughs> no one's on Mandalor. No one lives there. Fucking. Why would you want to live in that horrible planet? Um." This person says, who remembers these useless ass episodes that were still a lot of fun and minorly contributed to the overall story? The show has always been like this. Really don't get why the story expectations are so high now. We got so much Star Wars in Chapter 22, I don't know how people can't see it. So it's like, what's fucking, what, what, what is this? It's the egg one, I guess. It's the one where they live on, we go live on the farm for a minute. Oh, yeah. It's the one where they meet Fennec Shan. He's got the bounty kid. Um, And that's valid to an extent. I think maybe those episodes are better than some of the ones we've gotten in Season 3. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but beside the point, the again, the I don't get why story expectations are so high now. It's because they are starting plot threads and not that they are then not following up on consistently. That's why the expectations are high. They are setting up the expectation, not us. No one just woke up one day and was like, "Well, I need to know what happens to Thrawn in this show." No one would be fucking talking about that if they didn't put Grand Admiral Thrawn references and shit in their TV show. Yeah. If there wasn't all these like, there's a bigger thing brewing. On the horizon, who knows what it could be? We wouldn't be wondering yeah. if the show didn't keep telling us to wonder. Yeah, we wouldn't be like, where's Moff Gideon? No one would be like, well, I wonder where Moff Gideon is. Everyone in the show is like, Moff Gideon is not where he's supposed to be, is he? Uh-huh. It's like, All right, well, what do you, where, what's going on? And then again, this is the opposite side of that coin. Where this guy says, when I started watching The Mandalorian, I just wanted to watch a longer, a loner dude become a father and find purpose through that. Not a Mandoverse with a massive conclusion. I don't know if that's just me, but that's how I feel. And again, I, I understand that kind of perspective too. Yeah. It's like, if you were getting into this show just because it was these fun week-to-week adventures with these two characters and their, you know, dynamic developing, then yeah, getting to the point where it's like, wait, wait, the Empire's coming back, we're dealing with all these side characters and this this larger plot, like, wh- why do I care? Yeah, what's even going on? And, you know, I guess on some level that's just going to be a natural consequence of evolving the show in that way yeah like if that's the direction you want to take it you're going to potentially alienate some of your existing fans but i don't know i guess it's all to say that perhaps they could have gone about it in a more uh, better way <laughs> to, to quote a man who loves star wars i'm they may have gone a bit far in some places they may have gone a bit far in some places and that's really all it comes down to is just it's just a little bit more i don't know cohesion consistency something yeah, i don't know what definitely. that is some kind of c word i suppose conciseness Conciseness would have gone a long way, I think. Clarity. Clarity, it could be clear. Yeah, could be more Chair. clear. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's uh, Curtness, perhaps. It's interesting. It certainly is. We'll have to see. They showed episode seven at Celebration, and apparently it's incredible. Maybe the best episode of the whole series ever. Jesus. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you that. That's what you, people you, are you saying. did mention it was really good, but you didn't say like, the whole series. That's what people are saying, evidently. So oh. Battlefront Updates was there, and he was like, they they've done it, boys. Which I guess that's how they get us. Is they just put it, and then we're like, oh, I guess it was all good. Oh fuck, it was good the whole time. It was good the whole time. What? Which like I don't know. Wish they stop doing this to me. Just fucking make it good to work through. But why can't it just be good all the time then? Yeah. Just make it pretty good the whole time. Don't fucking backload me, goddammit. John Favreau. That's just think. What's the thing about it? So, don't, I don't know. make me have a Christopher Lloyd Count Dooku apologist. I don't care. I mean, it's fun, but fucking. Get to this shit sooner, man. That's the thing. That's just that's the crux of it all. And again, I it seems like there's a number of weird little 
things like this. Again, it's the same. It's like the book of Boba Fett all over again, where it's like, wait, are you doing a different show right now? Yeah. I think you're doing a different show. Right in the middle of my show, I paid for. I'm paying for a different show, man. But then I also think that this Mandalorian stuff had to... That was always going to be part of the Mandalorian, surely. Yeah, of course. It was growing up and developing and, and bringing all the clans back together kind of thing. But I don't know, man. It's just kind of weird sometimes. It's just, I, it's just... It is a little weird as to, like, what is this show? Why, why, why would you do this? Why would it's you just do any of this? It's quite varied. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, again, I, I totally am on board with the idea that, like... Star Wars can be varied, and you can have all these different flavors and different tones and, and levels of severity to it all, but it's weird when it's within the same show. That's mm-hmm. when it gets tricky, when you're trying to jump back and forth within the same TV show that we're watching. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't it? Is that it? I think that's it. I think that's I think it. That's the idea. Is that yeah. It's just, it gets a little, it gets a little befuddling. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll Gosh, probably- else, Is that enough discourse? I think so. My computer's about to die, so- well, there it is. There it is. Uh, technology, the great limiter of human conversation. I feel think we've probably talked plenty. <laughs> and we'll talk. We'll, and hey, we got two more weeks to talk. And let me tell, we'll probably talk even longer Woo! episode eight when this show pulls it off. Who knows? But we're wrapping up right about here. So, always thanks so much for listening. You can always find us wherever you found this podcast every single week. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Tell your friends. Um. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can always find us on Twitter at AcatechJazz, that's J-A-Z, or on AcatechJazz at gmail.com, or on Instagram at The Acatech Podcast. Logo done by Jeffrey Gonzalez. Uh, you can find him at InkOcean at JPG on Instagram. Uh, intro done by Celery Seltz. You can find him on Spotify and SoundCloud. And as always, we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say goodnight to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night. And Godspeed.